I'll be so glad when, uh, when the sun goes down. When the sun goes down. I'll be so glad when, uh, when the sun goes down. When the sun goes down. I ain't all that's leaving, but uh, I want to lie down. But I want to lie down. I ain't all that's leaving, but uh, I want to lie down. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the <laughs> the hundred and tenth episode of the What Up Though podcast. Yeah, coming to you from a very special recording location, live right, right. from nineteen thirty nine. Right. <laughs> no retakes. We just going off the hip. Fuck recording, it. recording from the back of the bus. Right. Nineteen thirty nine. We just call it the episode three fifths. <laughs> Oh, Welcome man. back to the Juneteenth episode right, right. of the What Up Though podcast. <laughs> we are in back of the master's house. Right. Well, we ain't supposed to be having recording equipment. Right. I don't know how we doing this. We are letting the master fuck our wives. That's ah. how we were allowed to record this podcast. Yeah, so our wishes didn't come true as of last week. Um, I think we ended the podcast with the... Uh, we were coming back to a Hillary Hillary presidency, and um, that didn't quite happen the way we wanted it to happen. <laughs> not, yeah, not quite. Not quite. So didn't really work out. Um, <laughs> so how how was your actual voter experience like voting like the process like? Uh, it was fine. You um, went morning. I went. Yeah, I went at about mm, ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a what should have been a quick. A quick go through like every time I vote at this location, um, I I didn't vote for the last president at this location, but um, I voted multiple times in like local shit and um, the primaries at this location. And every time it was like quick as fuck because it's like at a in the um, like in a conference room kind of for in a in an apartment complex. The where you voted it? Yeah, it's like a it's a what's it called? Riverfront. It's like a, a big apartment complex in uh downtown by so the like water. One of like they clubhouses or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. and like they, it's like this is like one of that high high class fancy joints. Like they got their own everything. Like if you live there, you don't even have to leave. Like they got their own shopping center kind of in there, like a grocery store, all yeah. that shit. Like you ain't gotta go nowhere. And that's the riverfront. Yeah. Yeah, you know I think my one of my it's like right, coworkers live there. Yeah, it's it's right by the Joe. She like she don't even she don't even walk outside to come to work. I think if one of the tunnels just takes her to like the Rensen or some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. There's a um. Well, does it go to the Rensen? Yeah, but there's like a, um. There's tunnels that go through there that take you to. Um, I don't think it'll take you to the Rensen, but it. Well, I know it don't take you to the Rensen, but it you can go directly into the People Mover station. Oh, okay. okay. So she might do that and then take the People Mover yeah, to the Rensen. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, so um, it was uh. It would have been smooth, but there was some woman at the front of the line who didn't bring her ID, and it turned into a whole thing. Like she was like yelling at the people, like ah, I don't have to bring my ID. I shouldn't have to bring my ID. Like why are you giving me shit? Like, you know, it is a whole argument, and she's right. She doesn't need her ID, but well, it shouldn't be an argument about it. Okay, you should. You can bitch about you. You don't have to bring an argument. Bring your ID, yeah. But now you have to go through filling out an affidavit and all that stuff, which that should have just been brought to her and they should have just did that shit. Right. So, but yeah, it turned into a thing and it held up the line for maybe like a good 
15 minutes where the line just wasn't moving. So once she moved on, then the line moved pretty quick. So, um, yeah, other than that, I was probably there for maybe like half an hour. Yeah, mine was like an hour. So my plan was to get there. I used to start work at 730. I told my boss I was going to be late because I was voting. So my plan was to get there at 7. Hopefully be out there by 730. Make it to work at 8. My my thoughts were hopefully hoping that people would probably start getting there around 730 or 8. But being the Negro I am, I got there like 715 and the line was outside. But yeah. it wasn't bad. It was probably about maybe 20 people in front of me. But in, look, in, in looking at it, if I would have been there 10 minutes later, I would have been in a line around a corner. Because it just it just just so happened that, you know. So, finally, you know, walking in, and I don't know why, but I always hate the people that have the flyers. Like, they get, I don't want to, I don't want to be bombarded by all your flyers. Like, I'm, yeah. I kind of know what I'm doing now. I don't want right. You know, so I'm avoiding them people. Then it's a lady that's like maybe 15, 20 people behind me. She's like, she's like the, she's the the woman, the loud woman you just don't want to be around at seven in the morning. Mm. Like, you know, she's been up since four in the morning and, you know, thank God it's a good turnout. And, you know, we here for Hillary. Fuck Trump. <laughs> I mean, she was just, I mean, and I felt the sentiments, but I'm like, oh, that's just too fucking early like mm-hmm. no like i would have recorded her and posted the shit if i was closer but she wasn't that close to me or whatever thank god yeah. so you know going in wasn't a big I- issue what i found is that if you if you knew your precinct number it helped the process so much faster because it was like maybe six different precincts that was pulling there and it was tons of fucking people there like it was packed where was oh, it at I was at the, uh, the school. The school right up on Georgia, oh, okay. right across from Rouge. Um, yeah, the school man, the school ones be crazy. Yeah, it was nuts, dude. So you know, I by knowing my precinct, I skipped like thirty people in line or whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever. So it was uh it was it wasn't painful, you know. As much as I was like pissed because I was gonna be a lot later for work than I wanted to be, I was happy that you know the turnout was you know was cool. I I wasn't expecting the turnout to be that great in the morning. Um, I would have been just because we got the it's actually I'm going to talk about this for a second. So Garden now messaged me probably um, maybe like a day or two before the election just asking about our general process. And she's like in Australia, they got it's on the weekend. You know, they it's like kind of like a almost like a holiday to to vote. And I'm like, yeah, we we always vote on Tuesdays. They don't you don't get the day off work. You just got to find a way to make it work. And so a lot of people go before work and then a lot of people go after. If you can manage to go midday. It's such a fucking archaic yeah, process. It really is. One, it shouldn't. I want it shouldn't either. It either be the weekend or it should be a fucking national holiday. I got a holiday we could take away. Fucking Columbus Day. Since we know that, <laughs> that was a fucking fraud. Take that away and make voting day a national holiday. Or make it a weekend. One of the two. But make it convenient. I, it, you know, someone said it seemed like it's inconvenient on purpose. 
Like, make it convenient for people to vote. Like, that's just, just stupid, dude. There's no way in hell that the whole world continues to go on when this is probably the most important day every fucking four years. Like, it's just stupid, man. I, and, I just don't understand that shit. And we have such a large swath of people who feel like their vote doesn't matter anyway. So now it's also inconvenient for them to vote. You know how many people that are probably like, I would have liked to vote, but I got to work 12 hours today. I can't make it before you know polls open at whatever time right. you're like i can't make it that early i'm already at work or that's too early i gotta take the kids to school no, it's people i can't make line, it afterwards it was people in line contemplating leaving like this is not exactly this is not that deep like come on man i mean i'm saying it's not that b- b- big of a deal to leave it is that deep like you should be fucking staying but people were in line tripping how the lines long i'm thinking because i like you know one part of me was like man i didn't want to be late for work but i was like Oh, I'm just dope. It's just so many people out. You know what I'm saying? It's a mm-hmm. good thing. But I'm just not gonna sit there like, oh fuck, this line too long. Me out. But that's what I, I I was overhearing a lot of people was on that shit. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> I hate lines. Like I will leave a line if it's for me. I I won't wait in line. If there's a long line, I'll just leave. The only way I stay in line is if I'm getting something for my wife or my kids, and that's it. So, but <laughs> this in a situation like that, like say I'm in the line at Popeyes, and I'm like, I really wanted some Popeyes, but this line long as fuck. I have yeah. other options. I can go to a different place. I can go home. I can make something. I can go to the grocery store. You right. can't leave the <laughs> the right. presidential this, voting line like and right. just yeah. do something else. Like shit. I'll come back four years later. No, <laughs> like, that's it. That's your only option, fam. You may not be in a voting four years fucking around with him. <laughs> right. But yeah, so I don't know. I, I, it was it was cool, but you know, you get but for the most part, you know, it seemed to be I seen a couple of a couple of people that was uh I think it was one one girl, one lady, she was bringing her daughter to vote for the first time. So, you know, that was cool, you know, watching her explain all the Her adult daughter or her like adult she just brought daughter. a kid with her? No, her adult oh, okay. daughter. She was I guess she was eighteen. Like eighteen or something. Yeah, yeah so okay. her first time or whatever. So she was kind of explaining to her the you know the the process and all that shit and so forth. So personally, uh, I could even think the voting process is archaic. Dude, like, the fact that like we why have, do I feel like I'm doing a standardized test and no, shit? I, I was I trying to fill same, in these circles I, perfectly. Dude, I said that same shit. Like it is 2016. We are shading fucking circles and fitting a piece of paper in the machine. Like there is no way to 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 streamline this shit with modern technology. That shit right. just seems nuts to me. You know, and then everybody, you know, I, well, I said everybody. I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, well, you know, computerized shit can be hacked. This shit can be hacked. Anything <laughs> can be fucking hacked. But if you put the time and effort in the things that you want to put them in, do have Sally May ever been fucking hacked? <laughs> Hell no. So voting can be fucking hack proof. If Sally May ain't never got hacked, shit, and that's probably the most hated system on earth. <laughs> right. A whole bunch of niggas mad at a system they volunteered to pay for. That shit gets on my nerves. But that's a, that's a whole other story. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, it was it was actually pleasant too. Like you know, I've been for the, like the primary vote voting there, and it's a lot less people, but the volunteers are always kind of shitty attitudes and. All the other stuff, but you know, it was so many more people. It was actually, it was actually pretty cool. Like I said, I was there from like seven fifteen to about eight twenty, ish. So, but the crazy thing too is that that school was still functioning. Like they had to do an announcement saying, you know, once you're voting, please exit the building because, you know, the school is still on working hours. So st-. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, 
No one should be. There should be a school going. Nothing should be going on in a fucking building for voting. My from, son didn't from, have school. Yeah, a lot of kids didn't have school. You know, so I'm like, shit. And a lot of people had off work. Like my wife, when she was off work, you know, off like, yeah, they, they, like uh, they were off work. Yeah, or she took the day off. Yeah, they at work. Uh, they were off work. Um, hmm. she it's funny because she she's not union, but because of the business she's in, they still get union holidays and shit like that. So huh. she was just off work. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, she, she went because my stepson was voting for the first time. Oh, okay. So uh, they went probably about ten o'clock or something like that. So. Did you um did you have any conversations with her about uh voting in the primaries? Cuz like I I try not to like discuss who I plan on voting for too much just cuz I like to I like to avoid political discussions. Like with who like your your wife? No, period. Oh. But um during the primary, obviously I was heavy Bernie, right? right. And I was sort of like, is my I, I I was wondering like, is my wife like heavy Hillary? Because you know they're you know because you know the no. woman thing. And I was like, I don't know if I want to talk about it because I don't know if I want to have a discussion about Bernie versus Hillary. No, me and me and my <laughs> wife were we're we've been pretty pretty spot on as far as uh uh candidates and stuff. And I think we we both were Bernie uh fans, um primary um. So yeah, now we've been pretty spot on as far as our we 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 print a, we tend to um, kind of go um, back and forth about stuff, but we we pretty much have the same same views for the most part. So yeah, no real no issues. I was just I was telling her like you know I know I did a little research as far as you know local candidates and stuff like that, and then um, like I was mainly Janae was like. The, really the other, other than the proposals and Janae for, for city council, I didn't really know too many of the other people. Right. Now, did you see it's a, it's a judge. Um, it was a judge who got nominated and he uh was weird. I couldn't figure out why did I know his name? Like I his name kept I've seen his name and I'm like, dude, this dude is it sounds so fucking familiar. And so um, when I was there, one of the little dudes that was passing out flyers had his flyer. And I'm like, damn, this dude name sounds familiar. So I uh, I realized today that the, the dude had been following me on Twitter for a while. And I had oh, wow. no idea who he was. I just, he's a, another random nigga from Detroit. Huh. Um, but his name, and he just got elected, and I think one of the 36 in, incumbent judges. Mm-hmm. Um, Followed him today. I think his last name is Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was like cool to say. Oh, that actually, uh, um, damn, I thought I followed this dude. <laughs> oh yeah, Austin Garrett. Okay. So I guess he's one of the incoming judges. Um, so that was cool. But I, I didn't really know too much about the. Uh, a lot of people kept saying no for the proposals. Um, yes for the the, the transit millage. Um. Which didn't pass, which is fucking crazy. Um, and then a bunch of the judges. So a lot of the judges and other people, my coworkers, uh, I'm sorry, my wife's coworkers, uh, boyfriend, he's a lawyer downtown. And so we asked him, like, you know, based on people you've met, what is your opinions on some of the stuff? So he gave me a bunch of names and stuff like that. And I was just going off recommendations and shit. I right. didn't really, 
study a lot of the Detroit. It was like 80 people for Detroit. The, uh, the, uh, was it Detroit Board of Education or some shit? Dude, it was so many fucking names, dog. She was no more than seven of these 35 of, of, people. Yeah, and then it was like, and then I found out later on that night that a dude that I used to work with years ago, he was actually on the ballot. I didn't see his name, but he didn't, he didn't fucking uh, pub himself. Damn. But I think he, and then he posted later on that he was having some family issues and he didn't really, you know, whatever the case. But hmm. yeah, so now did you go? Now did you, did you go through all the judges and and things of that nature? What do you mean by as far as like who you wanted to vote for and so? I, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know too much about that stuff. So I just kind of pick and chose. Like, okay, I know this person, I know that person, I don't know any of these people. Like, I just kind of. You know, just yeah. One of my old, one of my old, by the seat of my one pants of my on old teachers one. at Refer, I'm we're Facebook friends, and every year he posts recommendations and stuff. So I typically go go with his recommendations. So it was funny because I had posted on his page like the day before, like, hey, you know, I'm looking forward to your recommendations. I ain't seen them, and so he posts his recommendations. Proud. Oh, I seen it like about eight o'clock in the morning. So like, I got my email out. I mean, my uh, Facebook page out trying to look through his recommendations and okay. all that shit. So, yeah, I, I I would love to do better with knowing a lot of the local local folks. But it's a lot, man. And that's not to say I just need to just do better with it. But it's just a lot of fucking people, man. And it's not like you can – it's not like these are widely publicized people, you know? No. So, yeah, it, it's tough. But, no. yeah, uh, voting for Janae was dope. Like, that was – that was kind of surreal to a yeah. degree because it was like you know it's 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 just, I don't know it's just did dope. You vote for, did you vote for the primaries as well? Because she was on a primary ballot, I thought. Was she, no, she no. Well, she was um she was like chosen for her seat as a replacement. So right. this was voting her in to stay. Right, so, like, but it's still only for a year. Okay, and then. Because it's still for the replace, they still had to vote in again for the replacement. I think I forget who was it, Chantil something, whoever the chick that left. So next year, I think all of them are up. Don't quote me, but I believe that all of their seats are up, and mm-hmm. then they all are voted for. But this is just for the year again. Okay. And then you know, because I think it was just her and some other dude. Yeah, it was her just one other dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I heard she ended up having like at some point sixty percent of the votes or something. Oh, that's shit. good. So I, you know. I I saw that she won, but I didn't know what. Yeah. I didn't know any numbers. Yeah, early uh, Wednesday it was saying she had like 62 percent of the votes. But she, uh, she campaigned hard. Like I, I saw, I don't know who the fuck that other guy was. No, I have no I idea saw Janae billboards. I saw commercials. Her like, people was canvassing. Uh, last and this thing last year, her people was canvassing because I know she had like just when, and I, and when she first got on, she had people canvassing because. I was helping my man. This was last year. I was helping my sister move, and he was canvassing my and her name. And they, they came. I seen them with the the with the chalk, the build, you know, not the chalkboards, uh, not chalkboards. Their uh flyers and you know mm-hmm. shit like that. And I'm helping my sister move. I'm like, man, I don't want to deal with nobody right now. And then I hear him at the door like, Janae. I'm like, oh, Janae, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got on the list, and I was it was I was mad because I was I got on the list to get. One of the uh, yard signs, but something happened. Where I didn't get it. But uh, yeah, she was sending emails, and you know her her campaign was pretty good. Yeah, she was working hard, man. I was like crazy seeing her billboards, and I I didn't see a commercial until like last week. But I didn't see a commercial. I saw it. Tw- I saw it during American Horror Story. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's an American Horror Story. I saw a Janae commercial. Uh, but 
Yeah, I ran into her a couple years ago downtown, and she was doing some community type shit. And I'm like, oh, what's up? What you, I haven't seen you in a while. What you doing down here? She's like, yeah, just doing this, blah, 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 you know, working whatever. She's like, I'm trying to get in the city council and shit. So just out here, you know, feet on the ground trying to, you know, be out here. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, that's So what, it's dope to see her, like, on a ballot and vote actually, for her and right. shit. Last time I actually hung out with her and just I'd been out in public, I think it was at Starters, just at the bar, me, her, and Chris. Yeah, I remember you mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, but uh, it wasn't nothing, you know, I don't think, but I think she's been heavy in, like, the UAW and stuff, because I think she's working at the casinos and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think she was been heavy with, like, the, the unions and things of that nature prior yeah, to. Yeah, she, uh, she worked at uh, MGM, because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> one time I got, I went there, and she was at the register. And, uh, yeah, she helped me skip that long-ass line. <laughs> she was like, just come around this other side. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's how it would come. I'm really happy. That was a long-ass time ago. Right. I'm really happy for it, though. That's, yeah. that's pretty dope. It's, it's, it's cool as hell to actually know somebody who's actually, you know, uh, of, of that kind of position. So, And even though 2016 will go down as probably one of the worst years ever, but... um. Dog. It was a solid fucking year for uh, the Renaissance class of 99. I got, got my girl Simone on Luke yeah, Page. No, got man, Janae yeah. in the city council. Like, That's what's up, dude. Uh, yeah, my high school uh, class represented this year. So. And, and, and amongst all the fire and brimstone of, of fucking 2016. Yeah. That's some good shit. So happy, so, happy, definitely happy about that. So before we, because we got a lot of shit to talk about. Well, we got one thing to talk about, but a lot, and I don't know about you, but I got a lot to say about a it. A lot within <laughs> that topic. And and just to give y'all a heads up, I'm not like it's been we've I've had like a day to kind of just like reflect. So like I'm not particularly like angry right now. I just have a lot of shit that I want to discuss because um if you look at whoever you are, if you look at your Facebook feed or your Twitter feed or whatever, ev- that's all everybody's talking about. And there are a var- there's a huge variety of opinions and I've largely stayed out of the discussions. I had two slip ups, but I've largely stayed out of the discussions. But um, it was, I've it was, taken notes on everything that I've seen, and I want to touch on all the things that I just didn't touch on during what, the uh, on Facebook. What's so weird is that you know in the mornings when I'm riding to work, I find some kind of podcast, listen to or whatever, just to pass the time while I'm driving, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to I didn't want to talk about the election anymore. Yeah. Or, or listen to the election anymore. But I was like, well, I still got to talk about it on the podcast. But I didn't want to hear about it yeah. no more. So we actually, have expectations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't want to even. So I was trying to find shit to listen to that was like non Trump or Clinton related and shit like that. I'm like, well, I still got the podcast to talk about. So yeah, you didn't have to prepare because you probably like, oh, I'm sure Mike's going to bring print, plenty. No, of, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I, I think we, I, I, you know, we kind of knew the, the gist of, of of the conversation today. So, you know, I had some, you know, th- thoughts in my mind. I mean, I know you were coming, coming equipped anyway, but, you know, had yeah, some shit. We sound pretty, we sound pretty cheerful right now, but we're dying inside. Yeah, yeah. We're but, um, <laughs> so, but before we get into those topics, we got a little bit of feedback that I wanted to read first. Uh, we got a couple emails and then, uh. Uh, messages just came through literally when I hit record. So yeah, I saw. Uh, let me read. Uh, let's address those first. Uh, the first email is from William Bowen, who we haven't got any feedback from in a little bit. But um, any of our 
faithful listeners uh, will probably remember his name. He submitted feedback pretty consistently throughout our, our little run. He was our videographer for our 50th uh, uh, yep, episode. Yep, yeah. And uh, his uh, Twitter name is WBowen0505. Is that a thing? Like, do people, like, am I the only person? I, I usually say O when I mean zero. I say O as well. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't know if that was a if that was a thing. People were like it's zero, right, bitch. Right, like, I, interchange- I don't know. Interchangeably, depending. But yeah. So uh, yeah, he sent an email. Uh, I mean, not not, not an email. Well, he sent an email, but it has a uh, audio uh, voicemail. So let's play that. Make sure my volume is up. Nope, it wasn't. Okay. All right, here well, we go. Dog, you know this is Jack Geek. Yeah, man. I was just at JC Penny a few minutes ago, and anybody in this area who's been to Oakland Mall, you already know that. It ain't hardly any white people in there. Let's be real. You walk in there, you see everything but white. You see blacks, Mexicans, Arabs, Asians, more blacks, more blacks, no white people. Tell me why I walk in there. It's like Mike said on another podcast. You got all the red wing stuff, all the lions, <laughs> all the tigers, no pistons. Yep. No pistons, and you in an area where 75% of your pages are black. Are you freaking serious? <laughs> yeah, man. I agree with you the whole thing about CVS and these other stores locking stuff up being completely retarded. Another prime example of this total stupidity. I'm not going to say racist. I'm just going to say stupid because it's freaking retarded to lock stuff up and get inconvenient people to buy the stuff. Just like not selling certain stuff when most of people are black. That's just stupid, not necessarily racist. But anyway, yeah, the CVS is walking this is in my house here in Oakland County. They have their condoms locked up as well. I repeat, the condoms are locked up. Their <laughs> reasoning was because there were a bunch of niggas out in this area that were stealing shit. But when I asked the store clerk what they were stealing, they said, oh, they were stealing soap. I'm not lying. What the thing what I just said? First of all, y'all niggas dumb as hell. Y'all stealing soap and, sorry, and candy. Soap and candy. I repeat, they're locking up condoms because dumb Negroes are stealing soap and candy. But the funny part is, the condoms are locked up, soap and candy is off there for anybody to grab, and <laughs> unlike the ones all, all about in the Detroit area, pregnancy tests unlocked, HIV tests unlocked, condoms locked up. So you're trying to tell me that Negroes are dumb enough to steal candy and soap, are also going to try to steal condoms because they were trying to be super safe for their sexual activities? I think not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fortunately, I missed out on seeing Baylor when I was in Cali a few weeks ago, and I did try In-N-Out Burger, and I'll tell you this. This is my experience of In-N-Out. It's basically five guys at Mickey D's prices. <laughs> Food was awesome. Everything tastes good. Fries look super nasty. I didn't touch the fries. I just got a double burger and got out. Double burger with cheese, you know. You got to get double burger with cheese, you in Cali. Anyway, guys, keep doing your thing. Been enjoying your podcast so far. Till next time, this is Jack Geek. Sign out. Peace out. <laughs> now he's saying jacked geek. Yes. Like like a like a geek that works out. Like exactly. Yeah. Uh, a lot. It's funny that um, cause we got uh a tweet from. It's funny. Before you say that, it's always funny that William Bo always sounds like the ladies' man. Like every time he <laughs> talks, I just picture the ladies' man. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies' man would like uh. <laughs> I I'll, I can't even describe like I feel like he has an accent but I can't describe what it is. I know I because no, I feel yeah. like it's not a Detroit accent. It's not a Detroit. It's, it sounds like something. It's something, man. But I just picture a big old fro and he got some Hennessy and shit. <laughs> what are you gonna say Ooh. now? You gonna say something? 
I was about to cough up a whole bunch of smoke, but oh. <laughs> I held it down like a real man. Um, You're dying in the inside. Yeah, I, I, my, my lungs are on fire. Um, now he said uh, something. He said it was funny because he mentioned that he they told him that people steal soap and uh, what was the other thing? So oh, soap and candy. And we got a tweet from a, a friend of mine, Brian. His name is uh, well, his, his Twitter name says Full Time Weirdo. His name is Brian, but uh, at BDT 48235. And um, he was saying he, he used to work at CVS and he said the same thing that uh, a lot of people will steal shit and then will uh, return it, quote unquote. And obviously, if you stole it, you don't have a receipt right, and so they give you, I guess, credit store or credit shit. or some shit. And my only issue with that is okay, so if people are just stealing shit and returning it like what is it what is it about condoms specifically because it's not like a condom a condom it's not like a box of condoms is like the priciest thing in a cvs the and niggas ain't returning condoms because if you i don't think you can even take condoms back <laughs> like even if the box is hermetically sealed like you don't they're so delicate you know with the purpose of them like you can't take condoms back anyway you know, but it's like I, I use this one and my girl right, got pregnant. Right, you gonna right, take these right, other right. eleven back? Yeah, you're my money back. Ones, right? Yeah, it, it cost me eighteen years of child support. You gonna give me back this ten dollars? It, it didn't work. Like, <laughs> but I, I and I, I got what he's saying as far as you know, small things with high value. But the point that I was making, which he didn't address, was that when I said the issue about like I bought deodorant and my wife, I bought my wife's as well. My wife's is a smaller container and it costs more. That didn't make no sense. That that was not in a locked container. My shit was a bigger bottle that cost less, and it was a locked thing. Like, none of that shit made sense. Yeah, I don't understand the rhyme or reason behind what they lock up. I understand the logic of shit gets stolen and then returned, and they trying to get store credit. I understand that, but, like, to me, by that logic, you either lock up the shit that gets stolen, or you just got to lock up everything. Yeah. And And if you're not going to lock up everything, don't lock up the shit that is either, one, not getting stolen, or two, is inexpensive, like deodorant. And like you said in your tweet to him, you were like, her deodorant is more expensive than mine, but mine was the one that was locked up. Then how you return it, um, deodorant? And if they got it, most, I, at least my deodorant don't, doesn't have a seal on it. Unless it's a, for a single bar, unless it's a double bar, it's like wrapped in plastic. But if it's a single bar, you just take the top off and take the little plastic shits off. Yeah. And it's open. Like, how do you, how do you take some shit off? How do you return some shit like that? Like, uh, yeah, I don't I, know. I, I, I could get, I, I understand the overall concept, but it, it's flawed. It's yeah, it, I, our, my main I concern. Just think, I just think too much, so I'm like, no, nah, that just doesn't make sense. I see deodorant locked up, and I see condoms locked up, and those are two things that I don't condoms, see how you steal and return that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it was funny to say condoms though, because I used to buy condoms from CVS or something like that, but then I found that Walmart had condoms that was way cheaper, like family size box and shit, with like. And 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 uh, per cigar, per uh, condom was way cheaper at Walmart, and so, none of that shit's like. So up. speaking of that, you could settle a, a unofficial bet for me. Okay. Last week when I said that my wife sent me to buy, uh, was it like breast pads? Yes. And condoms and shit like that. Were you in your head thinking, why his wife got him buying condoms? Oh, I thought it, but then I was like, hey, that's their business. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost. Oh, well, so what was the bet? Huh? So what was the bet? I mean, it wasn't a bet. It so was just was like, the, the, the she was kind of like, why Why would you, 
like, why would you say that on the podcast? I'm like, what's the big deal? He's like, people gonna wonder why, why you buying condoms and shit. And I'm like, I didn't even think of that. Cause they're like, you know, people are like, why would a married couple buy condoms? I mean, but why not? If if she doesn't want to be on a contraceptive and that's the way y'all want to roll, yeah, why I mean, not? I just, I mean, I didn't see nothing odd about it. Okay, I guess she well, thought it was something odd about it. Or oh that, no, 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 or no. that people might think it was something odd about no, it. No, I didn't think nothing odd about it. I mean, I, I've known many, a, known many a couples that, that use condoms. Like I say, if she's not on any any contraceptive or anything, and you're not, you know, that's what y'all use. I mean, so. she just had a baby, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, you know, ch- trying to not have another baby. I mean, you know. Speaking of contraceptives, I don't want to get into this topic too much, but I found it interesting <laughs> that men uh, noped out of that uh, that male birth control thing because it caused all the shit that women have to deal with when they're on it. Dude, <laughs> and they were like, I'm out. You know, what, <laughs> like, you know what's so funny is that I felt like sometimes, I don't know, maybe there's a different perspective than what you were thinking about it. But I, when I seen that, because I seen a bunch of women posting it, and I was like, somehow a bunch of women going to make this about them more than anything. Like, we done had these side effects for years, and we still use it. Like, maybe they they maybe they got smart, and like, this is dumb to have all these side effects. Fuck this shit. <laughs> like, who wants to have side effects of your dick falling off to fucking have... Uh, um, uh, a contraceptive. I don't know if that was, I'm pretty sure that wasn't a side effect, but whatever. No, it was the same shit that women have, like mood swings, acne, uh, and there was another one. Typical standard birth control side effects. The same shit that women have to deal with when they're on it. I, 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 found, it, I found it interesting that they canceled it or didn't want to use it from such a low number of, of men deciding they didn't want to go with it, though. It seemed like a really low percentage of the guys for them to, you know, exit or or not. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. So um, next email is from Baylor. Uh, again, no text in the email, just a voicemail. So I'll just play it. All right. So, look. I mean, this nigga Trump president and shit. So, I look, I'm tired of the complaints. If you voted for Hillary, fine. If you didn't vote. Fine. As long as niggas is not complaining, it's over with now, nigga. It's done. Now, I could be petty. I could be petty and be like, well, California, we did our job. You know what I'm saying? We did what we had to do. You know what I'm saying? It was you other niggas. You know, it was our cousins over there in Michigan and in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Like, yeah, you niggas tripped out. But, hey, you know what? This shit won't determine how my life turns out. Y'all niggas acting like the world is over. Fuck that, nigga. I'm about to go to work. (laughs) I'm about to spend time with my family, nigga. I'm about to go travel. Like, y'all niggas is crazy. And first of all, niggas over here is getting high legally now. So you know I'm about to go be flying somewhere. I'm about to go be flapping my wings somewhere, nigga. Edibles, all kinds of shit. I'm going to be showing up to work high as a mother. I'm going to steal some boxes like Craig. So, y'all niggas got to stop crying, man. Go create a business or something. Look, let me, let, let's put it like this. This nigga going to be in office for at least the next four years. Pick, an, pick an, an event to do, to go to or create one once a month. Look forward to that event, all right? For the next fucking four years. Go travel. Create a podcast. Go be on some podcasts. Go play a sport. Raise a family. Pay child support. Do something, my nigga. And get over that bullshit. Go get high. Come to California and come get high. 
Like, get over that, man. What, I didn't, nigga, if you over 30, you done been through both bushes. The father and the son. And both of them niggas is foul. You know what I'm saying? You done been through the Reagan era. That nigga's foul. And he, got, and he used to shake. That nigga used to shake a lot. That nigga used to make me nervous. And he was ready to press, he was ready to press that button every goddamn day. <laughs> so, I mean, come on, man. Hey, Bill Clinton knew about 9-11 before this shit happened. He's a foul <laughs> nigga, too. But you know how to play that saxophone. The only nigga that kept it real was, was Obama. That nigga brought down them gas prices. We got Obamacare. And that nigga white juju on the beat. So, I mean, what? my nigga, y'all got to get over that shit. Time. And you niggas ain't going nowhere. I know I can't go to no goddamn Canada or Jamaica. I owe a passport. I can't even get a passport. I, I can't. Yeah, you can. Come on, y'all, man. This BTG, I'm being serious now. No, you not. No, you not. We're going to create our, our earthquake over here in California, and we're going to float away, and we're just going to be our own country if you niggas start to fuck around. <laughs> if Trump do start fucking some shit up, and we just going to float away. <laughs> Why does this nigga don't have a podcast, dog? I can listen. I can listen to him talk about shit for I two hours, dog. Somewhere where he's not driving, and I hear the sound, and the, the world <laughs> behind him and shit. <laughs> he gonna say, uh, "I'm being serious." You just said you're gonna fly to work, sir. <laughs> like, you're not right. being serious. You said you're gonna steal boxes like Craig. You're not serious, buddy. <laughs> um. I don't know, I, and, I, and, I, and I think you probably end up touching on this at some point, uh, but I feel like I feel like people are not really, really understanding the implications of a Trump presidency. Like I, I've seen so many just get over it and shit like that, and I just don't understand the the. I mean, granted, it's here we have to deal with it, but I don't understand the whole logic of getting over it and. You know what is done is done. Like, oh, I don't get that shit, man. I don't get it at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll talk about all that shit later. But um, just a, a like a brief kind of uh, I guess prelude to the shit I want to say later. Um, my number one issue with a Trump presidency is not the presidency itself. That's all I'll say right now. <laughs> so, right. um, the last thing is a message from uh, Jeff Edmondson. I don't know. Jeff's been on the podcast, uh, but I don't think he has Twitter. If he does, he, he has. He I don't does. know if he. I think he really should. Uh, I'm going to push. Everybody him should. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know if he has Twitter. So I don't know if you guys can follow him or not. Uh, if he does, he's not following us. No. But <laughs> he's never mentioned Twitter. Yeah, no. I don't think he has it. But um, so he uh he sent a message that says uh questions Mike. Explain what it means to be an introvert. I, I haven't read this prior, so I don't. I'm not prepared to answer these questions. I'll answer them on the fly. Uh, explain what it means to be an introvert. I believe you said you consider yourself to be one, and I think I may be shifting in that direction. I'm trying to figure out if I'm an introvert personality or if I'm just kind of a homebody. Uh, and then Otis, were you at all shocked by the Royal Oak video of the kids screaming "Build a wall" or what they did to the one kid's locker? Personally, I wasn't, but I wonder what your thoughts were. Um, I'm gonna let you answer first because I didn't watch the video. I, I don't. I haven't seen that video, I and I'm assuming you must have. I I don't I don't know. 
Hyde's assumption that I did see it. But I did. <laughs> but I, I did see I, it. I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see the I didn't see the part about the uh the locker. Um Yeah, I don't know what that's I don't um, even know what that's referring yeah, to. Yeah, I'm not sure. And I I don't have the, the time actually. I'll probably answer that in a tweet or something for the podcast, but not to him because apparently he's not on Twitter. Yeah, I guess right, exactly. <laughs> um, so I guess you'll never get your answer yeah, to the locker question. Right. Sorry. Uh join Twitter, nigga. <laughs> am I I'm I'm not I'm not too shocked about that. I, I, you know, Metro Detroit, um, in the areas that are definitely predominantly white, definitely has some fucked up people in it. And, you know, some kids are just a product of their fucking parents. And so, you know, I could see that, that, that mentality being, you know, shifted down, um, to kids. So no, I I don't see it being surprising. Um, I feel like, a school should be really reprimanding students for dumb shit like that. I don't think it's one of the issues where you just break it up and they just go on their separate ways. Like that should be really a fucking address. Like that's just bullshit. How it, fucked up is it that kids can uh, bring that level of uh, animosity at that age? Like, like I think like about where do you learn this shit from? Yeah, and it's like I mean, like we know where you learn it from, but at the same time, it's like why, like. Who okay? Here's here's an example, right? So my son's eight. Uh, on election night, uh, he stayed up a little bit later just because I worked really late that night, so I didn't want to come home and be like, "All right, go to bed." Right. So I let him stay up a little bit, lo- a little while longer. Yeah, I let him stay up a little while longer. We watched uh, Young Justice on Netflix, and then I made him go to bed. And um, before he went to bed, he was like, "You know, let me, you know, tell me who who the president is when I wake up." And that next morning, I was like, I'm not going to tell him unless he asks. And it's not because uh, it was just because at that moment, I felt like what I would have said would have been something he didn't need to hear because my son is so like the opposite of me when it comes to his outlook on life. Like my outlook on life, and he's eight. It's supposed to be that way. But my right. outlook on life like, is he got an outlook like that at eight. I'm like, God damn, we got a long life to go. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. But that's what I'm getting at. Is that um, he has such a he's such a positive and happy kid. Like he he's so his 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 happiness is infectious. And I'm not trying to come at him like the world's gone to shit. You know, I don't want to say shit like that. So I was just kind of like, man, I don't even want to really talk to him about it. And he didn't ask. So I was like, I don't really want to talk to him about it. You know, and I don't because I feel like if I were to say what I felt, you know, if I just said, OK, Trump won and that was the end of it. Fine. But um, I didn't want to talk to him about what I felt because I didn't want to I didn't want to poison his positivity. I didn't want to make him be like me, right. like so cynical and just like everything is fucked. Conversely. These kids who are rolling up into school talking about, they, you know, talking about sending their Latino classmates back to Mexico and shit like that. These are people whose parents have the exact opposite approach. Right. Like, I think that Mexicans or Latinos, I mean, granted, I'm using the terms fairly interchangeably, but that's only because I think that's what these people do. Right. Like, they think that all Latino people are Mexican. <laughs> so, right, right, right. But anyway, they're, they're telling their kids all this negative shit Basically, to where those not- kids learn that shit that they go into school and be like, oh, this is a Latino, this is fucking Jose, you're back to Mexico and shit. And, you know, he's he was born here and his parents probably born here, all that shit. And these kids are learning that negative shit from their parents and 
conversely, I'm the type that I'm like, I feel a lot of negative shit, but I'm not going to put that on him. Like, I'm right. not going to, I'm going to let him stay happy. He's fucking eight years old. So it, it, it is wild that that happened. You know, it's like they said that's like Royal Oak area or something yeah, like that. Royal Oak. But one, that shit would have never happened in Detroit. It wouldn't have happened in Dearborn. It wouldn't have happened in other places where the 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 minority are non-whites, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't see that shit happening in a Dearborn school or in Detroit or some shit like that. But that, but then you got to wonder, like, why? How do why do kids why would kids feel that now are they just saying it as a joke joking like go you know what I mean or do they feel like do they even see that that's a a, a fucking threat or something like I don't understand the threat that that I've never really totally understood the threat of that that people felt for or I guess immigrants per se like are you. you, you the, are you scared of the job they're gonna take from you, or you know, everybody had this thing where I pay tax dollars and and all those other dumb shit, and they're you they're skating on my tax dollars. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that fucking that fucking uh, way of thinking. That shit is so fucking dumb to me, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the kids aren't thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, so like it's just some. I mean, kid. I mean, for the most part, you know, you kids have a a, a bullying mentality with being a clickish and all that dumb shit. So it's like they it, it's learned though. That's just not just a a brought on just original hate. That's learned behavior that they're pushing. Mm-hmm. And I I can totally see that shit in um in a in a rural oak area. I sure as fuck can see that yeah. shit happening. So um to answer his question to me about introversion, the way I look at introversion is uh basically a preference toward not no, I take that back. Not a preference toward anything, but like social interaction for me, the way I look at it is that social interaction is a chore. Like it's, it's draining. Like I don't want to do it when I do it. It's like me having to put on a costume and be someone who I'm not and pretend to be a social person. And then after that, it's like, okay, now I want to just go home and be alone and I don't want to fuck with nobody and I'm happy by my being by myself. I get the best. Um, I feel it, it's almost like being re-energized, being alone. Mm-hmm. Like you, you value time alone with yourself. And that's part of the reason why I uh, actually derive a lot of joy from cigar smoking, because that's like my my chill time. Like if I could sit out in the backyard by myself and have a cigar, I'll pull up my phone, I'll look at my Facebook, look at my Twitter, I'm sitting alone, and that's my time to re-energize and uh, bring myself back on the level after a day of having to be around other people. Conversely, an extrovert derives that same amount of satisfaction from being around other people. Like that's how they get off. Like that that like that's their scene. Like they they derive energy from uh, interacting socially. So that's, that to me is, uh, how I define it. And, um, I think it's also kind of become for some reason trendy to be an introvert. I don't really know why I don't get it, either. but that got, it got really trendy. Like the past, I'd say two years or so it got pretty trendy. I don't really know why, but I think it's because a lot of people like to feel like they are unique in some way. And it doesn't make you unique to feel like I, I, you're so like you're 
like everybody else. I don't understand. But, and I, and I don't, but the thing is, I feel like it's so many people that wants to be introverts that it's not even a minority. Exactly. Like, it's <laughs> not. It, you're not unique anymore because yeah. you're like everybody else. Yeah. And I'm. And I know, and he didn't ask me, but I guess I'll share it since it's my podcast, um, part of it at least. Um, <laughs> I don't, I know, I don't see myself as an introvert, but I, I do enjoy times by myself. You know, like you know, I, I, I totally can go out to the movies by myself. I totally can go to eat by myself. Like I don't have to, you know, be. But on the other hand, I enjoy social interaction with people. So you know. And I think that's not a, a real, I guess, introvert trait or I think, whatever. I think the main factor is the amount of physical and emotional stress that it, it can put on you to be in social situations and the amount of recharge that you get from being alone. I think that's kind of like the, the factor. So it can be like. You can be somebody, you can be an introvert and still be cool with social interaction. Cause like, like, like with me, for instance, like it's not, I don't want to be around other people, period. Even though that's kind of largely the case, but like, if I fuck with you, I'm cool with being around you. So like, if we had three, four other people here doing a podcast right now, I'd be perfectly happy. Cause yeah, I'm like cool with being so around like, the people that I so, like. So you think it's like, is it one of those things where, what's it, how can I word it? spontaneous interaction is not your thing i think it's more about the a combination of the size probably who and the scope and the who and that's yeah. that's the other factor yeah so it's like if i'm at like okay like okay for instance this is a perfect example when we were heavy into like Foursquare and going to centaur all the time and taking that centaur manship from each other and shit like that and we would pop up at centaur multiple times a week that kind of thing and then you know how I would all I would got gain the reputation for like just leaving and not saying shit. That's the that's that scenario. Like that kind of shit was kind of like okay, I'm not for this no more. Like I I can I can put on this face for a certain amount of time, and then once my battery has drained on putting that face on, I'm out. And I'm not I'm not about to. I'm not about to linger any longer. I'm not about to, you know, hey, I'm leaving and then deal with people saying like, oh, why are you leaving? And it's like it turns to a whole conversation, turns to a thing. It's like, OK, my battery on social interaction is drained. I'm out. And that's kind of how I am with that shit. And then I'll go I'll go home and I'll be by myself and I can recharge. And that's that for me is my mentally healthiest time is when I'm completely by myself and that's not an indictment on other people like and how other do, people being like like say family or something and, like and that I, I was about to ask you like how, do, how does that play with like your relationship with your wife like I I don't I can't I know your wife but I don't know what up to know if she's like an extrovert or introvert but how does that play with your relationship being that you know you enjoy time by yourself but having kids, having a wife, that's not exactly possible all the fucking time. Right. And my, the way I approach it is I have to carve out time for myself. That's another, that's another factor of introversion is like, it's not like, Oh, I like time alone. Like you have to carve out time for yourself or you just cannot fucking function. And like, I, like you could tell if I'm in, if you're someone who's around me fairly often, you could tell because I get very, 
uh, I get like touchy, like I, I, I like easily irritable, like once I when I don't have that. So I need that time. So I carve that shit out. And like this is that time. Like, yes, you are here, but like this is that time. Like this is my time to chill out, relax, do my thing, not have to think about any other shit other than this podcast right now. Right. And I make sure that I get that time. And that time weird. and what's weird is that and I'm sorry I mean to cut you off. Are you good? But th- what's weird is that this is I guess this would be considered an extra extrovert time for like socialization for me. The total opposite, but it's the same setting and shit, <laughs> right? Or whatever. That is, so I, that is interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's the same setting of, of of that or whatever. You know, it's planned. You know, it's Thursday. My wife know that. You know, we be sit, where we sit around the house. Sherry knows she like so. Over times might come over shit like that. So you know, it's planned or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's kind of opposite. Um, what I want to kind of ask or comment on uh, one of the parts of his. Of Jeff's question was uh, uh, what do you say? I'm trying to figure out if I'm an introvert, if am I if I have an introvert personality, um, or is it just some kind of homebody person? Um, There's I, a distinction, huh? There's a distinction, and, and I and I and, and I guess my question and comment was, I feel like the 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 lifestyles of being an introvert extrovert. I don't think they're learned behaviors. I think they're behaviors that you actually carry. Like, I don't think you can, you can be a, I think you could be an extrovert and just enjoy solitude. Correct. So it's like, I don't think that's something you, you don't change over to the title of introvert because you like time by yourself and things like that. You just like time by yourself. Yeah. It's, you know what it's I'm a, it's a, it's a physiological thing. Like it's, it's, if I don't, get that time alone that downtime to to re-energize it affects me it's like in a, every way right, like I, right. I i will be i will be like it's almost like a like a, a woman who's on her period like i'll be like bitchy i'll be like disgruntled i'll be like a, you know just crabby and shit like that it's yeah. it's 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 pretty foul but like it's it's a it's a phys, it's a physiological reaction and like i think the best way and then another another aspect of it too is that I will try I will get that time however I can get it. So it's not it's not necessarily like cuz I need it so badly. Like it's not just a thing like I like being at home or cuz you know I don't want to go to the movies or I want to go to the club or go to the bar. It's like it's such a physical need that I will take it when I can get it. So if and that's part of the reason why I'm so good to my family because it serves me so like if 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 my wife is like hey um i need so-and-so i go get it because it's like that's time even if it's 15 fucking minutes it's 15 minutes where i'm in the car by myself going to the store and i can just walk around the store it's just me and well not literally just me but like i don't have to interact with anybody yeah like it's just it's just time to just decompress and I'll take it when I can get it. So, and I, I realize that it's 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 an it's a necessity for me, and not just an enjoyment. And I think yeah, that's kind of where the distinction be, comes yeah, in. Yeah, I was gonna say I was about to say that may be the difference. And are you really a, a introvert, or you just enjoy introvert activities? I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you, if, I think if you're at the point of 
of needing that time, like, you know, you, you push to have that time versus just when it happens, it happens, you know. And I, and I think another a, a, a part of uh, extroversion that I think that's that's not I don't like fall in the category of is that I don't yearn to have interaction with people. When it happens, it happens. But I'm not. That's like, an seeking. In, yeah, that's an extrovert. Yeah, and uh, I'm not. I'm never, I don't feel like I'm ever at a point of seeking interaction with people all the time. Like when it happens, it happens. I'm not, you know, uh, hiding away, hiding from interaction. But if it doesn't happen, I'm quite all right, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't think I. I. I fit the total ex, extrovert uh, person. But the person you mentioned earlier, who was at the polls. Yakking it up at seven o'clock oh, yeah, in the total, morning. Total that's extrovert. that's an extrovert characteristic. Total, total. Like just being like jovial and just like upbeat and like, hey, I'm around a whole bunch of voters. This is awesome. Like we're all out here voting. Like you upbeat as fuck being in a line with a whole bunch of people at seven o'clock in the morning. But she that's yeah, extra she, that's extroverted-ish. I'm not saying that they are, but like that's a combination, I think, I feel of that, extroversion I feel that, I, I, and I feel just being a morning person. That's feel well, I, I feel it's being well in her case. It was full extroversion and and probably full asshole too. Because <laughs> my thing is, it's cool to be able to want to be around people, but you're screaming at seven fifteen in the morning. Like nobody ain't trying to hear that shit. Like I hate, <laughs> and that's one thing I hate. I, I, I that that's just kind of bothering me. And I and I think I, talk, I I think I mentioned it last week or something. I hate, or I hadn't mentioned. It, I wanted to. I totally hate forced interaction. Don't get me started. Like, like we so um, this weekend we went to uh, my wife's her uh, aunt. They gave her a surprise birthday party down in Columbus, and so you know it was cool. She got there and blah blah blah. They had, they had found some of her coworkers from like five ten years ago, so it was kind of dope. So then it was just like, all right, let's go around the room. Everybody tell their favorite moment. Like, what? no, I want to, one. I've known this woman maybe three years. I don't have any too many moments with her. Two, no. If I wanted to say some shit, I would just say it. Like, I hate that. I hate that. I absolutely hate, like, okay, it's your turn. Like, no, I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. So, yeah. But thanks, uh, mm-hmm. Jeff, for the questions always. Another another add-on to that, too, is um, holidays. Holidays are hard on extroverts. Especially... I don't know how white families are, but black families, man, you get together on the holidays. It's a bazillion people in the house. There's like no privacy. Everybody wants to talk to you. Holidays are stressful as fuck for introvert. That's another another indication as well. So like, I mean, just think about how you feel uh, like physically and mentally in certain situations not just like hey i like going to the movies by myself or hey i like being at home it's like that's not necessarily it so no. i think we've uh gone into pretty good detail about yeah, that we, i think cover that far far deeper than i thought we would <laughs> yeah 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 it's a it's a it's a topic that hits home for me pretty hard because it was on like learning about introversion was like an epiphany for me because like i never sat around like why am i this way but however many years back when I read up on introversion, it was like that moment where I was like, oh, you know what? You right. No, uh, I was like, you know, this is this makes sense to me. And now I understand why I do some of the things I do. Yeah, so, I, I think uh, and I, I think it's a and it's a 
small aspect of of a lot of well, I should say a lot of, but some introverts that kind of ignore uh, um, annoy me is that the the introverts that that want to find articles and things of that nature to prove that they're introvert. Like that shit bugs the shit out of me. Like I don't know how 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 introvert you can be if you post every fucking article describing you. Like I feel like you're trying to overly to overly show that you're an introvert. Like I see it all the time on like Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. Like if that what you are, you don't need nobody to constantly explain what you are. If that's what you are, that's you're it. And then you see articles reaching like yeah. Uh, hit, Here's how we define an introverted extrovert. Like, okay, like you, <laughs> like, the, no, like that's just way too. We're much. doing we're doing too much at the moment. Way way too much. Uh, sidebar. Uh, so we well, we always smoke cigars on uh, the podcast, and one of our favorite cigars, and I say both of us, is the uh, Roma Craft line. And, I think uh, this, it's safe to say this is our favorite non-Cuban mm-hmm. line. Yeah, definitely by far. And they have a they're one of their cigars is the. Uh, um, Neanderthal, which is probably the strongest one, and man, that is a fucking good stick, dude. It's a beast. I I, I feel like when I ordered that five pack, I should have ordered two. But I think my financial means at the moment wasn't great, but I'm going to definitely add that more into my equation. I know you still got like eight of them left, right? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't. Um, I have maybe one or two of the Lancero. And then maybe one or two of the uh, really? the normal size. Yeah. I don't have too many more. But I bought, whenever it was that I bought that bulk, that was a long-ass time ago at this yeah. point. When I went and bought like I hadn't seen you smoke 10 or 12 of them. And not to say that you don't smoke at home, but. Yeah, no, I, I've. But we're, we're talking about a span of several months at this point with the Neanderthals. And then with our. Uh, our uh, introduction into being able to acquire Cubans, the my Neanderthal consumption went down because I had Cuban options. But uh, yeah, I still got a few. But yeah, um, that's definitely uh, I think it's safe to say that's our favorite line, uh, Roma Craft. And um, I still have those, and then I still have a couple in Temperance as well. So. Um, I still have a. I actually thought about bringing one, but I, I remembered I brought the Intemperance last week, so uh, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll not bring one this week. I try generally when we do the podcast to bring a Cuban and then one or two non-Cubans. So that's my general rule. Keep in mind, you guys got any questions on cigars? Hit us up. Yeah, we've been we waiting answers. on those. We haven't heard none yet, but yeah. Yeah, if you're looking to get into it or whatever, you know, let us know. We'll. Put you, you up. Right Put you up on game. Yep. Right. So uh we're an hour in. Where do we start? How do how do we tackle this? Where, where, where do we start with this uh with this presidency shit? Because I mean this is our first time discussing this because I mean we haven't been doing the podcast for four years. So this so is our first a- time discussing uh a new president. This is our first uh uh general election during the podcast and there's a lot to tackle here. Um, I don't even know where to start. Well, I'll start on just uh, the the day of, of of election. I hate the fact that it's just a random ass Tuesday. We already talked about that. I just I just hate <laughs> it though, man. I just feel like it's just dumb, man. Um, but okay, we just we'll move on from that. Um, <laughs> it's still stuck here. I just like just just eliminate. I eliminate uh, we gotta give the day. people what they want they want to hear us talk about Donald Trump 
being the president elect. We got to get on that. So let's go. Where where where, where do we start? I, I man, I have so many random notes. I don't even know how start to form this Just into a start with one, and we'll go from there. Okay. Um. Let's see. So the first thing I have is, and the, I, we talked about this off mic for a little bit, is the people who are kind of like, why are people so mad? Just kind of get over it and, you know, just move on and what Baylor was saying. And there were also people who are kind of like, I don't understand why people are so upset. So I think this is actually the perfect place to start. Why are we upset? Because I have my reasons for being upset and it's it's. It's not quite what everybody else's reasons are. So let's talk about why this situation is fucked up. Well, <sighs> I've, well, one, I, just on just a general principle of having plans as a president, he has showed none. He has shown to be. One of the most racist, misogynistic, uh, uh, offensive people to probably run for presidency. And somehow he fucking did it and, and won. And I just don't understand how people can be so, when well, he's here, get over it. When the implications of his presidency is probably going to start fucking wars. It's probably going to end health care for certain people. It's probably going to change the way women get fucking birth control it's go it's so many negative uh consequences his just his unexperience with with politics i just feel like everything that 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 comes with him is going to be so negative and i just don't get how people could just be like it's over deal with it for the next four years like that's a long time to fuck a lot of shit up and i don't i don't i don't I think like you kind of prefaced before, it's not the fact that he's actually got elected. It's just it's it's so much more. It's the the implications of all the all the things that he is and all the things I feel like he's going to fuck up. And it's it's it, it, it can't be just he it can't be it just just as simple as just, you know, why are we complaining? Cause it's a lot of shit, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm kind of flabbergasted at the whole thing. Like you, it's not even real. It seems like. How much of the election coverage did you watch? Um, like how late were you up? I wasn't up. I wasn't up late at all. So um, you woke I, up the next morning and found out the result. Yeah, but I was kind of in and out, waking up, um, checking my phone, and I was seeing that you know he was, um, you know, uh, winning with uh, uh, electoral votes and stuff, and I kind of went to sleep. Feeling like unless there was a surge from Hillary in states that it wasn't gonna happen, so I kind of went to sleep thinking that it's probably gonna happen. Yeah, um, I stayed up till I don't know. I started drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I started drinking. I started it. <laughs> drinking at a certain point. Um, I stayed up until after he won Pennsylvania because at that point. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin were all still up in the air. And I'm looking at it like actually prior Hillary was leading in Pennsylvania at one point and then it shifted to him leading. And then I was like, if he wins, whatever the, the count was at the time, 
I said if he I thought if he wins Pennsylvania, then he's either he doesn't even have to win Michigan and Wisconsin. He just needs right. one of them. Right. And he was up. He was up enough in Wisconsin to where I was confident he was going to win Wisconsin. So when they called Pennsylvania for him, I was like, it's ball game. So it wasn't official official when I, I threw in the towel, but it was it was a wrap at that point. Um, to answer my own question, um, I'm less concerned. I'm, I'm like my concern for over a Trump presidency as far as how he will behave as president or what what he will do is high but it's not my main source of dissatisfaction my main source of dissatisfaction is what his election means for the state of the country as far as the mindset of people like i'm upset about the fact that there was 60 million people who said i want this guy to be president and when you look at the way the numbers were divvied up he took like high 60s percent of the white vote in both males and females which i thought would be a lot lower in and and women uh white voters mm-hmm. i just i just i just didn't see that if he would have such a big number of of, of women voters um, in that white women voters, I didn't think that was gonna happen. And I mean, look, we've talked for I would say the past year and a half about the racial climate in this country, the uh, the way the white police have been murdering black dudes, the reactions that have come up on social media whenever this happens, the people who defend the cops. The people who will flat out just go like, yeah, fuck that black guy. Who cares? He should have not, I don't know, wore that turtleneck. Whatever the fuck reason they came up to justify why that black guy should be dead. You know, we've had these conversations for over a year about how fucked up this is. So for me, this was the definitive like exclamation point on white people saying fuck this shit we are not gonna let you guys take away our white privilege like especially and the best example is the white women like i think the number i can't remember what the number was 62 63 whatever something in the 60s of white women who voted for him and what i put on facebook is that this is i I put this on i didn't actually this wasn't on my page it was a comment i put on somebody else's page but it was like the turnout of white women that voted for him is a testament to the fact that they would rather give up their rights as a woman than lose their white privilege. Like you can take away my uh, decisions about abortions or uh, whatever, you know, Planned Parenthood, whatever you want to call my decisions to do what I want to do with my body. You could take away that shit, but don't take away my fucking white privilege. Like this is a guy who's been misogynistic for the entirety of his fucking time in the spotlight and women looked at that and were like yeah you know what this guy is a complete piece of shit he's misogynistic he's sexist and i'm gonna vote for him anyway because i mean fuck these niggers out here (laughs) you know like that that's crazy to me that 
they are so that that white people were so scared of the idea of losing their privilege or losing the concept of white supremacy in this nation that they would vote against their own interests. Like, cause there's a million different ways in which he's not going to help these people that voted for her, vote for him. There's a million different ways in which he's not going to help them, but they still voted for him. Cause they were like, yeah, but fuck those immigrants and fuck those gay people and fuck those black people. Like, I don't want to white people need to be in charge. So if he's going to make sure that uh, white power remains where it is, then I'm just going to vote for him. And if he wants to be in charge of what I do with my body, so be it. And that's what scares me the most is that this is confirmation that white people aren't playing games out here. They don't want to lose this. They feel like this country belongs to them and they don't want to lose it. And that is terrifying to me. And that's why I don't like this whole thing of like, People saying like, all his policies are, uh, you know, they might not be that bad, or he he let's give him a chance. And it, it's not about what he's gonna do as a president. To me, it's about what this says about the mindset of white people in this country, and that's what bothers me the most about it. Like that shit is scary to me, dude. That that white people are really just like, you know, we really want to have the right to kill black people for shits and giggles just because we think it's cool. We want to be able to do that. We want to be able to uh, hop in these um, uh, cell phone videos and call people niggers and tell them that black lives don't matter and, uh, you know, all that shit. Like, we want to be able to do that shit freely. Like, we want to be able to let them know this is our shit and fuck them. And this is a, I think I said this last week, this is a race of people who have been, like, Everything belongs to me because I'm white for like centuries. They came over. They pretty much erased the Native Americans. These are people who enacted slavery. These are people who are currently killing black people for fun. And now these are the people who are saying like, you know what? I don't like the idea that we might not be able to do that anymore. So I'm going to vote for this guy who is not going to support me as president. He's not going to get into he's not going to become president and be like, hey, uh, let me make sure that poor white people are well off. Like, he's not going to do that shit. Yeah, he can give a fuck about poor anybody. White, black, whatever. So and he locked the, up that that rural vote, man. Which I don't understand. What they what would they think he was going to do for them, though? I have no... I, I can't see it. Other than and that's the, just it. They don't think about that. They don't care about that. All they care about is the idea that minorities will be given equal footing in this country. And when I say minorities, I don't mean black people. I mean anybody who's not a straight white man. Right. That's it. Everybody else is a minority to them. Which, and it, and it, which includes white women. <laughs> it does. It includes women, too. So, like, they were so upset at the idea of minorities being given equal footing in this country that they, they don't think about that shit. All they think about is, like, what, Mexicans are going to come over here now? They're going to be working at wherever the fuck I work at? Uh, uh, now they're going to have, uh, gay people are going to get, be able to get married. What kind of fuck shit is that? Like, that's the kind of thing that they're on. And that, that is what's terrifying. Gay to me. marriage has always been one of those, those weird, like obsessions that they have that I just never got. Like it, it does, it makes no fucking difference on your end, how you live. If a gay couple gets married. Like it, it has no bearing on your lifestyle. None. Whether your belief is different or not, it makes no difference on your lifestyle. 
at all. Like what? Like how does that bother you that much? That just it shouldn't bother you that much. No, it shouldn't bother you that other people, uh, people that may not been born here can get a fucking job here because it may not even been a job you've been trying to fucking go for. Like the the the, the things that there a lot of those people are so concerned with are things that probably would never enter um would never come into play to take something away from them. Mm-hmm. And yet they're still like way upset about that shit. And it just, I don't get that shit. I don't get it at all. And you, we've just, uh, they've just elected the person who's going to push that shitty ass rhetoric. And so I, <laughs> I, I, I think, I, I think my biggest now. Okay. Uh, so I guess question I have is, who do you who are you upset with more? Me or are you talking about the Just in general. Uh or you could be you, but upset with nine voters, voters for for other parties or voters for Trump. Like who because in actuality there are probably far more Trump voters or, or red voters than it probably was non voters. So it's like who do who do you who would you be more who are you more upset with with the whole process? So I think that's a good segue into one of the other topics is who's to blame for where we are right now. You see you see like posts on Facebook about uh, all you motherfuckers who didn't vote, all you motherfuckers who voted third party. This is all your fault. This is all your fault. And then you can cite um like uh, certain states where the deficit was smaller than the amount of people who voted third party, for instance. Mm-hmm. So they could say... So automatically if, they say if you didn't thir- vote third party, that vote would have been to her and she would have won. Right, yeah. So um, my thing with that is that, like, to me, everything takes the back burner to the fact that there were enough white people who were upset with losing their perceived right to own this country there were more people who were upset with that that voted for him like that shit is more important to me than the people who voted third party or the people who didn't vote or the people who were mad about the electoral college all that shit like all that shit to me is deflecting away from the fact that we're in a country right now where white people are so upset about the idea of losing what they believe belongs to them that they went out there and voted. So yes, you could say, yeah, uh, if all the third party voters had voted Clinton, then she would have won this state. She would have got those electoral votes and she would have ended up winning whatever. But what I was saying probably like midway through the night is that it doesn't even, it, there was a point where I was like, it doesn't even matter to me if she wins, because even if she wins, the, the statement has been made. The statement has been made that white people ain't having it. Like he was, he got way more votes than he should have got, considering the fact, considering everything, all the facts that we already know, his lack right. of experience, his all the bullshit that he said, his shit show at the debates, all that kind of shit. Despite all that shit, he was he had so many votes at a certain point that I was like, even if Hillary comes back and wins, I already like I already know what this country is about right now. Right. So to me. 
talking about the electoral college or talking about third party votes or non-voters, all that shit is deflection. Like none of that shit matters to me because even if you change the election result and she wins, we still got 60 million people who voted for him. And that says something about this country that is scary, flat out scary that a guy can go up and say, you know, um, uh, you know, fuck immigrants. Let's get them up out of here. Fuck black people. Let's get them up out of here. And he, he don't even say that shit. But the fact that his fucking uh, fans say that shit, like his right. rallies that are just like out here, like, uh, you know, treating black people like shit who show up at the rallies or like being crazy, all that shit. Like these people, like that's the scary part of it, man, that there's 60 million people out there who are like, yeah, I'm going to vote for this guy. And. He's out here talking about he's out here making fun of disabled people and shit. He's out here talking about grabbing pussies. He's out here hit, getting hit with uh underage sexual assault charges. Like this dude's got like a long like every fucking fucked up thing you can do aside from murder, this motherfucker's been hit with. No, it's like he just made fun of the system and still and still managed to make it. Like yeah. he's done everything that probably should have been shunned upon for people to vote for him, and they still voted for him. Yeah, I don't, I don't sit here and say this is the fault of the people who voted third party, because yes, if there are instances in which you could say if the third party voters, because let's be real, the third party voters, the people who voted third party, these are disenfranchised Bernie fans. These are people who are mad that Bernie didn't get the uh, nomination. And they're like, fuck both of these candidates. I'm going to vote third party. So chances are that these are disenfranchised Democratic voters. So you could make the argument in several states that if those people had voted for Hillary, she would have won. And even still with that argument, I'm not I, I don't I don't blame those people. I blame the 60 million people who said I'm going to fuck with this guy because he is just he's a, he's for keeping America white. Do you do you think that the him being him not being a politician ranked high with people voting for him? No. I think that's what they say. I think they'll say like, "Oh, he speaks his mind and uh he's a businessman who made a lot of money or he's not a politician who I think that's what they say as a cover for um he wants to get minorities out the paint. Like that's all that's that's all it is, dude. I think I'm I firmly believe that's all it is and everything else is a smoke screen. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I do think he I do think that he emboldened people who felt unheard, like the uh what 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 we generally call poor white trash, like rural uh hicks or whatever you want to call them, like the people who are generally looked down upon who feel like they, they don't matter and all that shit. Mm. I feel like he did embolden them like, and he, he lit a fire in their ass and they came out and voted. But I don't think that's why he, I don't think that's why he won. Like, I I, I think he won because that's just, no, I don't, I don't think that's want. the reason he won. I just wonder if, uh, of a good number of votes were for people who felt like he, they were tied up the politicians and wanted a, a non politician, uh, uh, candidate or whatever the case no i think that's i think that's strictly um i think that's the uh political equivalent of the people who say they don't like colin kaepernick because of him disrespecting military veterans what do you think speaking of him what do you like, think of the uh the, uh the fact that he did the kaepernick didn't vote hmm 
Well, that's that's tough for me, cause in general, again, like I said, all the other shit, like about um, not voting or voting third party, I, I'm not gonna or the electoral college, I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna harp on that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But in his specific case, it is troubling. I, I, I thought I thought the same. I, man. I, I'm not. Bomani uh, Jones was tweeting about it, and I guess someone at Bomani. Oh, Bom- oh, I just heard Monty. I'm like, my, my fuck bad. is Monty Jones? Bomani Jones. Oh, he, I'm he like, you was, talking about Matisse? Or no. What? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he was. He was. Uh, uh, someone asked him about it, and you know, and basically he was. He said something to the gist of, you know, if you think this takes away from his stance on, you know, all the the things that he said, and you know, so forth, you know, you're a fool or whatever. But I think it is. It's kind of disheartening that he didn't vote. I mean, he's been he's been really uh, adamant that he wasn't a fan of of, of Clinton um, or Clinton or Trump. But I felt like just with the the struggles and uh you know the time when we weren't able to vote, I just feel like it wasn't the best move to not vote. What's one of the biggest knocks about Colin Kaepernick? People say that. Well, what are you doing? Like just taking a knee during the anthem. Like, what does that do? Like, that's just you. Like, you're not doing anything. That's what people say. I don't agree with that, but that's what people say. Mm-hmm. To to not vote only lights a even a bigger fire under their ass. Because like you were taking your knee, but you were totally ap- apathetic when it came to doing something tangible that could have theoretically made a difference. So like, I don't like the idea of the part that doesn't sit well with me is the idea of him saying, I'm going to take a knee to protest, uh, you know, cops killing black people. Cause I mean, it's a racial thing. It's white cops killing black guys. That's just what it is. So if you're passionate enough about that, about the racial aspect of that to protest the American flag, when it comes time to vote for president and one of the presidential candidates is someone who is blatantly racist and whose supporters are blatantly racist and you just nope out of it. Like I'm watch my hands of that. Like that, that just rubs me the wrong way. I feel like that's irresponsible. Yeah. And like, I haven't thought about it too much cause I didn't know until like literally earlier today. Yeah, I didn't know until so like sometime this evening. I didn't um, really have time to really think about it. I didn't, but like my first impression was kind of like that doesn't really sit well with me. No, it didn't it didn't sit well with me and and what part of what Bamani said is that, you know, uh it doesn't it doesn't wash away the things that he's done, you know, for the movement of what he's been doing. No, but I it definitely sits sits uh it sits bad with me. Um and then it goes back to kind of, you know, I was telling you about how I was on um, or the Andrew status about, you know, people who weren't voting for Clinton, but were voting for other other people. Like, is it one of those things where you feel like. And in, in my own way of thinking, I've done the right thing, like I didn't want he didn't want Clinton or Trump, so he decided to vote vote for ne- vote for neither mm-hmm. i didn't particularly care for clinton but like you say you know having someone who's a known racist sexist misogynistic 
you know, person of his character. I didn't want him to be there. So I was, for me, I was willing to take the L's of whatever came with Clinton knowing that it would, it would have been far worse. It is going to be far worse with Trump being president. Also, and, and this is another point. I don't, I think it was made on that status, but like no one went and voted for just the president. There were a whole lot of shit that applied to you wherever you live that was also on that ballot. Yeah. And so it's irresponsible to not vote at all just because you don't like either one of the presidential nominees. Right. There's a whole lot of other shit that matters on that ballot. And for the complete retarded asshole that he is, George Bush Jr. went and voted, but he didn't vote for either fucking president. Right. Like he fucking left that shit blank and voted for all the other shit. Right. So like why couldn't Kaepernick do that? And like, I don't know if he didn't. But I just know he didn't vote for the president. I'm assuming he. I just, read that he didn't vote. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I but then again, it, it could have been a situation yeah. where he just said it like I didn't vote for I him, like yeah. you know, and it, maybe he voted, but did. But I think probably chances are he just didn't. He just didn't go. Yeah, and I know I, I I wonder though, you know, if the people who didn't vote or voted for a non-presidential major candidate Hillary or Trump feels good in any way that with their decision like do you feel content like i voted for jill stein and i'm happy that you know i voted for her although she didn't make it my conscience pulled me to her like i mean if that makes you feel better but that's not really helping any cause i don't think i think it helps them feel like they're <clears throat> on a moral high ground where they can say both of the candidates were shit and i didn't vote for either one so i am on a moral high ground above you because I voted with my conscience. And you're still and, living here with the rest of us. So it's and, like, you're yeah, right. And fair enough. But also like, I do agree with the sentiment that if you did that, then don't complain about either one of them winning. Like, just don't say shit just, or just say, I just didn't vote. Like, don't be out here like, Oh, I can't believe Trump won. It's bullshit. When you are on your moral high ground about not voting for either candidate. Like, so if you, if you didn't vote for either candidate, don't complain. Like, and I'm not going to be out here like, you know, if you didn't vote, don't complain. Cause like, that's generally not my feeling is that if you didn't vote, don't complain. But it's my feeling in this scenario, just because so many of the people who didn't vote or vote a third party were so obnoxiously cavalier about it. Like, like they were just like, you going to hear this shit because I'm so much better than you. So if you so confident and happy that you didn't do it, then uh, don't bitch about whoever the fuck won. Just be happy in your complacency Nine, or your whatever your protest vote, whatever the fuck it is. So you know, I'm not I'm not gonna judge them because I mean, for me, I didn't even know who I was gonna vote for last week when we recorded the podcast. So I, you know, I, I yeah, I mean, I you know, I got to the you know, I had my battle. I'm in the booth and. I had thoughts of voting, you know, non-Republican, non, you know, well, it was never a question of, of Trump. It was one of the three. And I thought about it and I'm like, you know, do you make this statement of like, you know, ab abolishing this whole two party system and things of that nature? And then I was like, I don't think I can risk that now. Like, I felt like my vote had to be for something that was actually going to make a means for these next four years. I feel like during these years, if, like we talked about last week, 
we shouldn't have to go through four years of Trump to, to, to realize that our system is fucked if, just to the fact that he got this far. So we shouldn't have to learn from four years. Of, okay, well, let's not do this again. No, the fact that he had got this fucking far should be enough to be like, you know, we don't want this kind of system to happen and things of that nature. But whatever. Now is that, okay, we got four years of this asshole. This shouldn't happen again or whatever the case. So let's also talk about what went wrong. Because uh, I got a few notes about things that that went wrong that could have swayed this election and kind of questions that I have as well. So I read that Latinos voted 33% of the Latino men voted for Trump and 26% of the Latino women. Now I also read that Well, I was told, and then I looked it up that this was a higher Latino turnout than for, uh, what, well, I'm sorry. More Latino people voted for Trump in this election than voted for Romney in 2012. And I can explain a lot of the other shit. Like, like I just explained why I why white women voted for Trump. I explained it. It's dumb, but I explained it. One of his biggest campaign points that he ran on was building this fucking wall to keep Mexicans out. What the fuck were Latino people thinking, dude? I no, like I, I can't rationalize I that. Heard, I haven't I have nothing I have heard nothing that was said or I have and I've not done no research, but I don't think I had to, that would justify any Latinos voting for Trump. Uh, he literally like, should have got zero percent of the yeah, Latino he should, vote. Yeah, like zero. Like none. Like, like that's like fucking George Zimmerman Running for president like, I just and getting twenty six percent of the black vote. For, for like Latino, what the fuck? What, like, what what benefit does Trump have for you? There's no benefit in that. There's yeah, no benefit. And you can rationalize it for white women because they're like, you know, uh he is a misogynistic and sexist asshole. But like I said, they're voting for their white supremacy slash privilege. What were the Latino people voting on? Like, what were you, like? I can't think of what they possibly could have thought that said, "Let me vote for Trump." Like, what the fuck were Latino people thinking? Like I said, that's like black people voting for George Zimmerman. Like, what what the fuck were you thinking? There's nothing that you were going to gain out of this. I that, that I I do not get that. When did Hillary run last? What do you mean? This is this is not her first run in presidency, is it? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I mean, she lost the nomination to Obama in '08. No, no, okay, yeah. So, I had a, <laughs> I had a, a conversation, a stupid conversation, with uh, uh, a relative of mine, and his initial reasoning for not voting for Hillary was because of all of the BS that happened with Clinton during his presidency. Bill Clinton. Yes. Okay. And then. A part of it was, why would I vote for Hillary when her husband's been through all, did all this shit? And I was like, are you really what? Like, or like the the whole uh, the impeachment process that happened, which uh, which didn't happen. But I, it, forgive me, it's it's stupid that I'm even trying to explain this whole thing. But his whole reason it was not voting for her because of. Ill actions of Bill when Bill was president. Um, what race and gender? Well, you said he, so yeah, man, black but, guy, black guy. So 
he said that he wouldn't vote for Hillary because of Bill fucking Monica Lewinsky? Essentially. Uh, yeah, I don't. I got another, <laughs> I got another four there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and it's just like, I just couldn't understand it. Then it was the whole thing of like, why would you, you know, and then I was like, you know, so if your wife was a manager and got fired for fucking fraud, I wouldn't hold it against you if you were going to be a manager. Right. Like, why would I hold something against you from something your wife did? Like, the conversation was just stupid. And so then, throughout the conversation, I, f- I find out he didn't even vote. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I told him, like, dude, if you would have told me you didn't vote, I would have never even had this conversation with you. So then he says, which is even stupider, so you thought I voted for Trump. I'm like, no, it's two other fucking candidates. I would even rationalize what you said. You know what? I didn't like uh, Hillary because of, which is stupid. So I voted for 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 Jill Stein. No, he just no. So you, know, I'm like, dude, you don't realize it's actually two other people you could have fucking voted for. And at that point, I'm just like, you're an idiot, and I'm ashamed to say that you actually related to me, <laughs> and I don't want to have this conversation more. But that leads me to say that I think there are a number of just dumb fuck ass voters who totally didn't vote on dumb shit like that. I don't know what the, the possible percentage is, but it got to be a good number of people who are just as fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Anyways, moving along. Um, so the next thing I want to discuss is the the process. Cause there there's this is this was a perfect storm of fuckery. Like this wasn't just um white supremacists or or white people who didn't want to lose their privilege that came out and voted for Trump. There's way more that goes into this. And again, the third party votes and the non voters all that shit to me is secondary, but there's a lot of other shit that played into this that uh, I wanted to discuss as well. The first thing is the fact that I feel that the Democrats fucked themselves. They are largely, I think, to blame for this scenario because we had a primary where Bernie Sanders uh riled up and emboldened a a group of people who are ready and and excited to vote he got people he got the the party hype and the democratic national convention actively sabotaged him i i mean i can't say we but i've seen the emails i know that there was an active push by the dnc to make hillary clinton the nominee so already we're starting off in an area where we, the people, had less of a say than we should have. The DNC said this is who we want, and the whole shit was like super delegates and shit like that. That's the only reason that Hillary even won the nomination in the first place. Like if it was straight, if if the nomination was off straight votes, Bernie probably would have been a nominee. And I'm not I don't like to engage in hypotheticals too much, but I could say with a pretty strong degree of confidence that if Bernie was a nominee, he'd have won. And I feel like the Democrats fucked themselves by fucking over their their base. And that that doesn't sit well with me either. Like we could have had Bernie as the nominee and we didn't because they made their decision. They and they 
did what shady shit they had to do to make sure that Hillary was the nominee. They actively thwarted Bernie. They uh, they did what they could to, to to push Hillary as the nominee. The whole super delegate shit is bullshit that we need to get rid of. Like all of that is is fuckery. So the Democrats themselves are to blame for this as well. And then also the other thing that I've also seen is the uh, Electoral College. Now, again, like I mentioned earlier, I'm not going to blame the Electoral College process for this because, again, I feel like it's the reason for this is is the white people who who didn't want to lose the country. But the Electoral College process is fuck shit. It's archaic and we need, it needs to be done done with. And the impetus for us trying to, I guess, get rid of that, it should have come before this. This can't. This could theoretically be the straw that breaks that camel's back, but that process is not a good look. But I'm not going to blame that process because a lot of people are like, you get a whole lot of all of a sudden we have mad electoral college experts on Facebook all of a sudden who know everything there is to know about how politics work and how the electoral college works. And they're just like, oh, this is because of this and this and this. All these fucking experts come out of nowhere who don't know shit. But even though there's a whole lot of people who don't know shit, the electoral college process and the existence of it is is flawed. Yeah, I, I well, I totally agree with that. Um, I, I, I asked a question on Facebook about the electoral college, and then I just started getting all these experts and stuff like that. What was the question? Well, I just I I wasn't too I wasn't too my knowledge of the electoral college was just really really low, but I just don't understand. I just never understood why why that system was even implemented. Yeah, and why. How can a candidate win the popular vote, which is the vote of the actual people? So, first thing, did you get an an adequate answer to that question? Uh, yeah, um, I did, but I just I think well, it, it just ba- basically came up that I think the electoral college is crash. So, <laughs> second question, based upon the information that you received, how do you feel the electoral college impacted this election? Like, I mean, well, I mean, obviously it impacted it tremendously, but I do still think I, th- I think the actual popular vote is still un- like not finalized. Yeah, it was. It wasn't finalized. I just know she was. And a lot it. of the people who are slandering it are slandering it under the pretense that Hillary Did has won the popular, the popular vote, vote right. which I do not think is yeah. fact as of this it's, moment. It's, it's, it's still ongoing. But um, so I guess I guess my question is. A lot of the people who are. Um, on Facebook who are now instant electoral college experts are saying that um, they're pointing out the fact that they don't have to vote what we voted. That they can can do something different. That was pretty much the gist of what I read. So I guess, well, okay, okay, rather than ask you your thoughts on that, I'm going to I guess give a little a little background on how that sort of thing works. So like the with the electoral college, the people who vote against the 
what the people voted are called um what they faithless electors I, I think it is something mm-hmm. like that yeah and so a lot of people are saying uh, well we don't live in a democracy we live in a republic they can vote however the fuck they want they don't have to do what we say to put that in perspective that has literally never impacted the election in a substantial way um I actually I, I was already aware that it hadn't, but I did some research uh a little while back just to kind of look into see looking to see what uh how the electoral college has impacted the election as far as as far as faithless electors go. Um there has been a throughout the course of history, so we're talking centuries, not just, you know, the past however many years, centuries, mm-hmm. that a handful of times uh Punch. Uh, okay, here you go. A handful of times that certain uh, certain people have gone against the vote for their state. Never has and never has it actually made a difference. And the instances in which they they defected have either been inconsequential or were actually for respectable reasons. So like to put in perspective, there was a time in, um, I think it was like the 1860s where all of Virginia, all the electorates for, for, for Virginia voted against the, uh, the vice presidential elect for, uh, for president. And this is the only case where it actually was where it actually made a difference. The entire state of Virginia, their electors voted against the vice presidential elect. And it was because he apparently had a open affair with like a slave wife. So, as I'm sure you've probably read, when they do that, it goes to the Senate for like they can essentially choose who they want. And in that case, when they all voted differently, it actually swayed the vote to where that vice presidential elect did not win. So it went to the Senate and the Senate still voted for that same guy. So nothing actually changed. And that was the, the most impactful that, a change in the electoral college made a difference. All other cases, it was like singular people like, Oh, this one person voted different than what their state elected. And it made no difference. Never has it impacted the president. And any instance, a lot of the instances, there were a couple instances where there were large groups of, of uh, people who, who changed their vote, Mm -hmm. but it was because the elect died after the election, but before they cast their vote, so they voted for somebody different because the person that they their their state elected died. So never has it actually made a difference in who ended up in office. So the people who are saying like the electoral college, they don't have to vote, they don't have to do what we say, they can do some other shit. In the history of this country, it's never changed what happened. So 
I'm not going to sit here. I don't like the electoral college system, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, uh, this shit is the electoral college system is at fault. It's not at fault. Like, even if Hillary does win the popular vote, again, my stance is not any of that other shit. My stance is the of is the fact that the the white people who don't want to lose their shit went out and voted for Trump. Right. That to me is the singular reason why we are where we are. The electoral college and all that shit that that's all secondary. But to put it in perspective, the concept of the electoral votes going a different way is rare and when it happens it's had no impact. So if that were to happen and I've seen petitions for people saying like let's get these these electorates to vote for Clinton and not make Trump president that is an unprecedented act and I think that would actually be that would be it's hard to say that would be bad for the country but and when would that happen that vote is on December 18th or 19th I can't remember the day but one of those days, that's when that will happen. Um, I think that would have such a negative impact that it might be wor- it might be worse than just having Trump president to have Trump win the via electoral college and then have enough people change their vote to that Hillary wins. I think that would have a worse impact on the country than just having a Trump presidency. And it's because just of the process changing. Yeah. Just because of like people just being like mad as fuck. And like, I I just feel like having, having those, the, the people who voted for Trump will be like, he won fair and square, which by our process, he did for people to just be like, Nope, we're gonna do something else. I think those people would lash out so severely that it would almost be worse than having an actual Trump presidency. So I'm not really a fan of doing that. I'd almost rather just deal with the Trump presidency and then work on the process in the interim than have the whole process just shit on in that moment and just fuck up like like I feel like the, the country would just it I feel like just it would just be like a complete riot like it would be fucked if if they just said fuck it you guys you know Trump won but fuck it we're just gonna make Hillary president Th- those people are now gonna feel like we don't even have no power and uh, fuck this shit. We voted for this motherfucker, and now he didn't win because y'all it, just changed y'all and minds. Is, and this is if he's actually the winner of the popular vote as well. Mm-mm. This is regardless. This of is that. just regard. Okay, okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah, like he's. I don't know what's gonna happen with the popular vote, but even if Hillary wins the popular vote, I feel like if after Trump is like as of this moment, he's the president elect. If the electoral votes voters were just like, fuck what happened. We're going to vote. We're going to make 
Clinton president. I feel like the backlash from that would be so severe that it would be worse than just having a Trump presidency. I, I feel like that the process of them being able to do either one is just troubling, and it shouldn't be uh, that. That shouldn't even exist. Period. Though at this at this point, I say we roll with the Trump presidency and work on fixing the system in the interim. Yeah, I, but it's like you can fix this. It's like you can. I mean, I don't think the system's going to get fixed. I don't, well, think, I don't think the electoral college is going nowhere. Well, but yeah, yeah. I, I think, <laughs> I'd say that's preferable. I think, I think you can, you know, hypothetically fix the the system of that. What you can't fix is sixty million fucking people. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like you fix that hypothetically, which I'm with you. I don't think that problem. I don't think that's going away. But you can't fix that many fucking people who who feel to 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 go toward that way. You can't just fix that, you know. So it's like, you know, and I'm in a, in a kind of agreement with you with the whole thing of, you know, you you can't put bl- totally put blame on non-voters or third-party voters when you have that many fucking people who are going for the hatred that is Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. That that is like, <laughs> you, that's that's monumental of 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 something to. F- fix or whatever you can't fix that many people um one of the thing I, I read was that 200 uh 200,000 democrats that voted in 2012 in michigan didn't vote for hillary that was another point that i had in it was the uh lack of turnout um and i just really that and this is in michigan um and I wondered, like, did they did not they did they not see the did not understand the impact of her losing? Like, how can two hundred people, two hundred thousand people, feel the need to not vote Democrat this time around? Like, I don't <laughs> like, I don't, and, and that's another thing. I feel like I, I feel like people don't don't care about the primaries they don't care about a, a lot of black people and i think we they said it in the uh when we listened was that the brilliant idiots we listened to earlier yeah um a lot of people went on um, 2012 2008 voted for the black guy it wasn't because they felt they would uh voting for the the, the 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 best democrat or the best best person i feel like a lot of people and that's a good number of people that probably just voted for the black guy. Yep. And there's you can't there's nothing to really dispute that. I mean, I know tons of people who had never voted and never wanted to vote, but it was just the black guy, not necessarily that Obama was the better candidate. He was just the black candidate. Yep. Yeah. And I wanted to do I wanted to get Clinton feel that because she was the woman candidate, she would get that woman vote. And that's a good segue into the other thing that I want to discuss, but I want to take a piss break. So let's pause it real quick and we can come back and discuss that. All right. So um, the other thing I want to discuss is the idea that Hillary wasn't voted for because of sexist reasons. That's another big, big, big um another big topic that people are discussing. How do you, do you think that that was a thing? 
that that they didn't vote her vote for her because of she was a woman. Yeah, there was a sexist thing. Yeah, I think that I think that I think that white there are I think most most probably notably white males that didn't want a woman president. I feel that was I feel I feel pretty strong that that was a a, a good reason. I feel you know just on a. I mean, the, would you want a president that can't parallel park? I don't, I wouldn't. Ah! No. That's <laughs> like my favorite shit, dude. I swear to God, every time I go somewhere, watching women try to park SUVs is just sheer comedy. It's, but, funny, uh, cause my, it's funny because my wife fits that stereotype. Like, I had to force her, like, the parallel park one time. She thought I was getting out to get in the car. I got out and walked toward the building. And I was just like, come on, park this damn car. But, uh,. Yeah, I think there, I think there, there are, are tons of fucking uh, people. But the shitty part is, there's tons of women that don't want a woman president. Like, I don't get it how you don't want someone like yourself to do that. Like, it's, it's just it's mind boggling to me, dude. But yeah, I think that was a big reason. Um, I think that was a maybe a reason. I felt, and I, there was another comment I think that uh, uh they made on the brilliant is that I had been thinking about. Is that I felt like her? I felt like her her pandering so much to the black crowd. I think alienated some white crowds that didn't want to vote for her anymore. That is a solid point that I have not heard anyone mention to this up to this point. I feel like I feel like she may have paid too much attention to the black vote that you had some white folks that were like. She's not even for us. You know, she might have already thought like, "I got that in the bag." Yeah, I think. Let me I, get these yeah, black folks. Yeah, I think she felt like she had a decent amount of white men. I I felt like just as a woman, I felt like she felt like she had women voters. Period. And then her focus on on blacks, I think I think took away from a lot of white voters. A lot of white voters. I mean, who in the hell? What what random ass hick white person knows about the clips? Like she doing fucking ads, doing uh, you know, with 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 pushing tea and you Hold know. On, wait, 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 wait. I thought you were just shouting out a random black thing. She no, did something she with the clip. She did something with pushing tea, and I don't know if he was. <laughs> she, it was something with pushing tea, and I can't remember exactly what the fuck it was. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you know, she got Jay Z and and and. Beyonce and you know all of these random things she's doing. She, I'm mad you, you know, struggled with her name. She got Jay Z and yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know why. Uh, I, Beyonce I, I totally struggled. <laughs> I'm like I'm not even drunk. Um, we lost our Beehive fans, <laughs> right? Uh, so yes, yeah, so I I think that's I I really and I and and that's one of the things I really haven't heard um, being talked about. But I really think that her her focus on on the black vote I think may have pushed away white voters some white voters yeah yeah i can see that um yeah i think and and one i don't think she's even supposed to have been there man i really think that bernie was the person that really should have been there he should have been and i i again i I feel confident that bernie would have won not off the strength not even off the i do think he's a better candidate but not off the strength of him being a better candidate off the strength of the fact that if he had won then the the people who voted third party or didn't vote probably would have voted for him. Who was, and this is, I, I feel bad even admitting this, but who was, uh, uh, Clinton's vice president, Bill Clinton. No, her, uh, vice president running mate. 
Tim Kane. Tim Kane. Damn, I, can't, I don't know why I can remember him. Well, he's shit. not important. Right, <laughs> right. How do you think it would have been if uh, if if Bernie would have taken the uh, the vice president run? I think it probably would have worked out. I think it would have worked. I think it would have worked out. I felt like he could have. I felt like if I don't the, know how you sell that, but I think it. it I think you sell it. I better. think you sell it is that you know he could bring his his input to the situation, and he keeps he keeps his votes. Like you don't you say well fuck it he's not president but I feel like his influence would be there. Uh, and so you keep the votes. I think she lost tons of fucking Bernie Ber- Bernie voters. You mind if I kill the last of that Pepsi? No, go ahead. Okay, uh, cool. I feel like she lost a ton of his votes. His voters didn't vote for her. For the his most voters part. voted for Jill Stein and yeah. Gary Johnson. So I think if if but I think that would take a humbling on both parts to be able to for right. him to do it and her to even ask him or yeah. push push for him to do it. So you know I think there's a you know you think about you know, shit that was fucked up in the process of her doing it. Those are some of the things that I've thought that, you know, she this is uh, actually a really good drink. Dude, that is really good. I'm like good. pleasantly surprised. Really, really Smooth, good. not too harsh. I don't feel I had wasted that, or nothing well, like that. Well, the thing was, I was at the, uh, at the uh, wine palace and I was just looking at random stuff and I was really going to go with just the go-to of Apple Crown. Um, but I passed by that and I was like, man, I haven't had the uh, Bacardi O'Cart in a while. And uh, very good. Yeah, it's it's really good. And it wasn't on purpose, but it was price effective. It was only twelve ninety nine. Yeah, well, that's less than half the price of Crown Apple. Right, so. exactly. <laughs> so I was like, why not? So yeah, um, it works. But yeah, so I think those were some of the failing moments I think happened with 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 Clinton. Uh, I just don't think she was she was supposed to be there. That just wasn't it wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, and I I've seen a lot of stuff on um, Facebook and Twitter. Kind of like, all right, let's uh, learn from our mistakes and we're let's make Bernie the guy in 2020. Man, Bernie's gonna be like 79. Bernie or might some not shit. be alive. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, like so let's, like, let's let's not think too far ahead here. I'm like, yeah, I mean, Bernie would be great, but Bernie's gonna be like 79 hey, in 2020. But, hey, he like, need, man, come on, he, he dude. Need, he need to follow the same diet as John Conyers if he's going to make it to 2020 and be a viable candidate. Um, um, speaking he of, looks he, great for his age. I'll he, give him that. He really fuck. does. He really does. Seventy nine, dude. Like, man. No, I, wait. You talking about Kanye or Bernie? Bernie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I would be surprised if he's still around. Um, and that's not just being funny. It just age happens and shit. Um, so yeah, I was. Uh, um, I don't know. I, I just, I'm not even thinking to 2020 right now. As far as I just want to go to sleep and wake up. In November of 2020, you know, um, but I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't really see who would be viable candidates. I'm not even, I haven't even thought that far. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around what's just about, what's about to happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't see. Do, uh, other than those points, do you, what, do you see any other like Clinton fuck ups that that kind of happened? Um. No, I think we've touched on most of the stuff that I feel is responsible for uh, our current state of affairs. Uh, like I said, just to reiterate, I think it, it's it's just a statement to how white people feel in this country. What do you what do you think that that Trump did right? He emboldened people who 
who are one the people who I who I said earlier felt disenfranchised and, and, and ignored, like the the rural um, kind of like basically like poor white people who felt like who Democrats don't reach out to at all. Like I feel like he reached out to them, not reached out to them, but he hit home with them. And I mean, they're wrong in feeling like he's going to do something for them. But I feel like he touched upon things that, uh, that, that made them passionate enough to go out and vote for him when they might not have voted otherwise. Yeah. And then I think that he also, uh, like I said, he, he, he made white people believe that if they voted for him, they could keep their supremacy in this country. I think that's the number that's the number one factor. I don't think it has to do with Jill it's Stein weird, or any other shit. It's a weird it's a weird entitlement that white people feel to be so strong against immigrants that really bothers me. Like they came and stole this country. <laughs> like, like what do you how do you feel so entitled to a place that really wasn't even yours and yeah. you wanna Take out all of these. Uh... Okay. What the fuck's going on? Oh, shit. What is that? Is that a fire truck? No, that was an ambulance. Ambulance? Okay. Well, all right. Um, they didn't stop here, so we're good. Right, right. right uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Was you, what, what, were we podcasting when ambulance came across the street? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, okay. Maybe not. All right, I think I just had folks over. Never mind. Okay. Any, anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, I dreamt it made it up. Yeah. <laughs> <Never> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah, I, 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 I don't understand the entitlement of, of, of being against, you know, uh, foreigners or, or Latinos and Mexicans and shit like that. That just, it just makes no, no sense to me how you could feel like, so entitled to this land is yours and and so forth. I think these are probably the same people who's mad at Kaepernick, but doesn't even get the whole reason of why he kneeled and yes. and and shit like that. Like I feel like they 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 uh, they speak all lives matters often and yeah, silly shit like that. So yep, it's them. Um. I was gonna ask another question. Did you have another anything? Another question for this or another? I had one other thing. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, why I kind of figure out what the hell I was about to say. Um, the last thing that uh, I want to talk about is kind of a touchy subject, but I wouldn't be me if I didn't discuss it. And if it offends you, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> I I'm not happy with the people who are saying like Trump got elected but the only person I worship is God and God got me throughout the rest of this life in this situation and as often as I might mentally slander that viewpoint my issue isn't really with people who are who are religious or feel like the country is in dire straits, but I'm going to stick to my faith and feel like I'm going to be okay because God is here for me. It's not so much that it's the, it's, it's the selective faith. Like, so God got you now, but so the same guy who has your back now 
So he had Trump's back yesterday, right? Like that's kind of where you gotta go with it. Like I don't, I, I don't get the the picking and choosing of of, of like God playing favorites. Well, I, and like I, the the whole idea of like like when an athlete wins an award or something, they win the championship. Like, oh, I just gotta thank God. Like so, God. Like if you like say you uh like Cleveland Cavaliers won the NBA championship last year, and say LeBron goes, oh thank I you know first and foremost I gotta thank God for this and that and da da da. So God isn't a Cavs fan, I mean a Warriors fan. Like God was just like, yeah you know I don't really fuck with Steph Curry like that. Let me uh you know yeah I I, I remember like, saying, I, I I don't I don't really get that. I, I, I don't like the idea of saying like well despite the election God got my back. So why didn't God? So did God have? Trump's back there. It's like, my thing is like there's winners and losers. So it's like, was was he not there for the losers and just for you? I remember I seen some some chick was telling a story about some people got fired at her job and you know she was like, well I'm just you know uh, you know uh, God covered the ones that were that 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 did get fired. So he was just like the hell with the people who who got fired. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't understand that because like to me to 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 operate in that mindset, I feel like that mindset makes God an asshole. Because to me, that's saying that when things work out in your favor, or you think that things will potentially work out in your favor, and it's something that that action or that that circumstance is horrible for other people like you can't just kind of look at it that one way like oh oh oh, god's gonna help me get through this trump presidency so what's god doing for the mexicans that trump wants to deport what's god doing for all the gay people that aren't aren't gonna be able to get married what's god doing for the uh the middle class people who are gonna lose their uh affordable health care insurance like so uh it, it it's so delusional to me to be like well god's god's got this country god's got my back even though trump is president when there are going to be people who are going to lose their health care there's going to be people who are going to get deported there's going to be theoretically there's going to be people who are going to experience all kinds of horrible shit who theoretically believe in the same god that you do but god got your back but what about all the other shit, all the negative, horrible shit that's going to happen because of this? And like, I, I, I really hate the idea of of people when, when something good happens for somebody going like, oh, God got me. Thank you, God. Like, like, this is so great. I appreciate this. I'm so glad you did this for me, God. But when negative shit happens, they look the other way. Like, if you feel like God is 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 Geppetto and and this country is Pinocchio, then God is equally responsible for the fucked up shit. So if God got your back moving forward, then God had Donald Trump's back last night. God had uh, the backs of all the racist people who voted for him. God has the backs of all the people who are looking to uh, get all these minorities fucked over. Like God has the backs of, you know, God allowed, uh, you know, Trayvon Martin to get shot. God had George Zimmerman's back when he got off for killing Trayvon Martin. Like all this shit, if 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 you believe in a higher power that is a orchestrator of what happens on this earth, then he is equally responsible for the bad shit, not just the good shit. 
Yeah, I think, or the good shit that you think might happen in the future. And I think, and I think, and and I've never really got it to, and I and I would probably lean lean on the side of of believing. But I always question a lot of things, um, and those are some of the things I've always questioned. But because it always goes like you know, um, well, I should say always. It will sometimes go where you know, like you say, you know, gonna. God's going to make this happen. Then God doesn't make this happen, and it's God's going to get me through this. But it's like, why did it fuck up in the first place for you to have to go through that? If that makes sense, like, I, I in, in short, I, I do get it. But I, I think that one thing to to believe that you know your higher power, whoever that, whoever that may be, that things are going to work out. But it still doesn't absolve you of responsibility, and. You know, responsibility to 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 get vote. Your responsibility to to do things that that's going to help the process. It doesn't take away your responsibility of doing shit. You know what I'm saying? You still have to be a part of the shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I I I, I get what you're saying. Um, and it's I, just so it's so conflicting to me, and I don't I don't understand the idea of 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 picking and choosing God's influence and that that to me is so it's just hard for me to understand how somebody can be so passionate about something like that and still be selective about what where the influence lies Mm -hmm. like I, 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 I don't understand how you can feel like uh you know I I do get where you were like, uh, God will help me get through this. Mm-hmm. I get that mindset. Mm-hmm. I can get that. But I don't get the idea of uh, everything's going to be all right. Because that's just not. But that's just not. It's we just have not, no. It's just not correct. It's just not. We have no be. evidence to support that. Because I'm not going to say things aren't going to be all right. They probably won't be. But I'm not going to say definitively things, things aren't going to be all right. But like. We had like the history of humanity. Things are just not all right, and there's gonna be things that are gonna happen that are fucked up. And I don't understand why people kind of look the other way. Like, as I feel like if you believe in a higher power that orchestrates all this shit, how is how is God not equally responsible for the fucked up things that happen? And this is part of what led me to atheism in the first place. Is be, is is this like selective mindset of I'm gonna pray for good things to happen to me, or if something good happens to me, I'm gonna thank God for it, and then if something bad happens, that this God who I feel orchestrates everything, you know, if something bad happens, I'm gonna be like, oh well, uh, it's just a part of His plan, and I don't really understand it because I'm just a regular ass human, and I don't really get it. So I'm, I'm sure something, there's some kind of way it's gonna work out. Okay, it's like, yeah, I, if, I, I feel like you gotta be, you gotta believe your shit across the board, man. You can't just be like, yeah, I believe in God, and I feel like God's gonna make sure everything works out okay, and and and. Uh, I'm thankful that God pulled me through cancer or whatever the fuck I, you know, dealt with. But what about all the people who got cancer and died from it? What about, like I said, this is the perfect example. Like if you feel like God's, you know, God's going to take care of this shit moving forward. Why do you feel like God has to take care of this shit moving forward when if God's in, 
you know, in charge of what's best for everybody. Why did this nigga win in the first fucking place then? Right. You know, yeah. it's it's I, I, I don't like that because I feel like that's just like I feel like a lot of people use religion and God as a crutch for when they don't understand something or when they don't like something instead of just saying this is a fucked up scenario or something like that they just like well god and this is like a cop-out kind of like well yeah god you think it's just because it's just the, the not not admitting that it is this is a a, a i guess a not positive situation i don't now- think yes i think they're not comfortable with admitting that if you believe that there is a higher power that can can affect your life and the lives of others who is as 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 they say omniscient which is all knowing and omnipotent which is all powerful and i don't think you can be both and that's another thing that that bothers me too i don't think you can be all powerful and all knowing simultaneously simultaneously i think those two things are kind of contradictory but if you are somebody who believes that there is a all-powerful being who can control everything, I don't understand why you attribute the good shit to, to that that being and then look the other way for the bad shit. Like, I feel like you have to admit, if you feel like if you feel that way, you have to admit that when something fucked up happens, that God did that too. And even if you feel like, okay, well, maybe there's some I don't know, some long-term plan, whatever. But you have to admit that the bad shit falls under that umbrella as well. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I, I, yeah. I don't get the the selective uh, choosing of what God is responsible for and what God is not responsible for. And if, if you feel like God is responsible, God will be responsible for making sure this country is okay moving forward, then God is also responsible for all the shit that makes this country fucked up right now as it is. Yeah. All the shit, the cops killing people, the white supremacy, the racism, the sexism, the hatred of gays. And a lot of that shit is based on religion. Like these are people who, who say like, well, the Bible says that gay people can't get married. That's God. That's, that's, that's your guy. That's your guy. He's saying that, to them, they're saying that God says that gay people can't get married. Like, like, why would an a benevolent, uh, all-powerful being go? You know what? I think two guys shouldn't get married. That's a dick move. Like, that's not that's not a real like thing that an a all-loving being would do. So, if 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 you are religious like that, then why is why are people why how can you be that way and embrace a mindset that is based in hatred or or um discrimination or anything that's negative because that's not what jesus preached that's that's not anything that jesus said like that's not that's not what jesus is about so if you believe that shit and you read uh you read the Bible and you believe in Jesus and his preachings. Why would you be somebody who says, yeah, um, gay people shouldn't get married. Like, I, I, I don't understand how you can simultaneously believe in somebody who based on the text is like all loving and all about, you know, being all encompassing and, and shit like that. 
and then simultaneously be exclusionary. Yeah. I, so I, 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 I feel a way when I see that kind of shit. Like I saw somebody put something like, I'm not Republican or Demo- Democratic. I'm, uh, they made up some word, uh, what was it? Got a, Godakin or some shit like Gattakin? that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was something like that. It was so fucking stupid, dude. Like, that's dumb. Um, yeah, I and that's that's the least of my issues with that, and that's why I saved it for and last. I, and, but and I, and I think that's still. And like I said earlier, I think that if, if say for in, in that case, like that's still, it feels like you. To lean to that absolves you of any responsibility of doing anything. Saying I'm not a Republican. No, you you need to have some responsibility in the choices that you make or whatever. And um, I didn't plan on discussing it here, and I'm not going to go too in depth about it. But um, guy, we had a podcast, Dan. You know, Dan Dan's my dude, man. I I I I can't speak highly enough about Dan. I think Dan's a great fucking guy. And the interaction that took place on Dan's Facebook status today might belie that point, but like and I told him this. I'm like, you're a stand-up dude at your core and that's irrefutable. Like you are you are a good guy. But Dan made a status that was basically like he said something like um um what did he say? He said something like, I don't get people who uh, will unfriend people over a difference of opinion in like politics and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And my whole point was, we're not talking about a difference of like, hey, I think this pizza joint is better than the other pizza joint. We're talking about people who support a guy who embraces hatred. and. Right. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and you know, and I read 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 the status, and I was like reading comments stuff like that, and I, I I totally get what you're saying. I you know I think you know I think he 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 came from a a, a position of you know great intentions. He absolutely did. Um, but I think you have to realize that the people, if they didn't know or know, the people who who voted for for Trump supported a man that totally goes against a lot of things that happen to people that look like me. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's not, for me, it's not, it's not easy to just, you know, to, to, to play nice and be cool with someone who's, who's supporting a person who goes against Things that are against me, against you against know, you, the person who you, 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 the people who hopped up on his status. Like, yo, I get you, Dan. I feel you. Like, like Trump is a guy who is against people who look like you. This person, you making this post, right, on his status. Like, he don't fuck with you, and you out here saying like, yeah, uh, you know, you should be able to vote however you want without being judged. No. No, you should not be able to vote however you want without being judged. Nice. If you vote for a guy, that's like 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 uh like Hitler or some shit like that. Like I'm not gonna compare Trump to Hitler, but like if you got like Hitler is a guy who he fucking hated Jews. You can't just be like you can't be a Jewish person and be like, yeah, I see that you fuck with Hitler, but uh 
I see. I think you cool, so I'm still gonna fuck with you. Like, no. Like, Hitler don't like Jews. You Jewish. Like, like what the fuck? Right, like, this isn't right, about like right. some old like you know being kind and just mincing words. Like, let me just be cool and shit like that. Like, no. Right. If you if you're a a, a a person of color, if you're a person of uh, of the LGBT community, and I, it's funny. I got actually said that right. Um, uh, uh. uh <laughs> You know, a person uh, whose origin isn't of America. These are all of the people who Trump dislikes and was against. So you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to 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 stomach. You know, being friends associated with somebody who votes for someone who totally goes against that. Yeah, it's like if it's like, man, look, if I if I go out to the bar with you. And I have a drink with you, or I have a smoke with you, and I think, man, it, yeah, this dude's cool. And then you turn around and you vote for a guy who is like, fuck gay people, fuck immigrants, fuck women, fuck black people, and you vote for that dude. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, we just have a difference of opinion. No, dude, it's not. No, it's not. A I matter. get out of here. Like, like I, like I said on his, on his status, we're not talking about a difference of opinion. We're talking about being complicit. In the support of a hateful person, so right. don't tell me that you're not being cool. You're not. You're not unfriending people because you're a loving person. You're. You. You are framing being complicit in hatred of other people as loving, and that don't fly. And like you can't. You just can't. Uh, you can't let shit like that slide. And under the pretense of being uh, open and loving and shit like that, because like that's 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 contradictory. And I told them I was like, you know, it's crazy that there's mad people on this status who are, you know, all about being, you know, I'm cool with uh, your views if you vote however you vote. And I'm coming in as the atheist, like, you know, you be a mad amoral, right? Like, this is like, <laughs> this is crazy. Like, I'm coming in as an atheist as the voice of morality. Like, and which atheists. Doesn't, which doesn't happen much. Right. And atheists have that rep. Like, people just think, like, if you're an atheist, you must worship Satan and you're an evil person. And I'm coming in as an atheist, like, you realize that you're being complicit in hatred and that this is kind of a amoral and, um, yeah, that's not really how this works. Like, like that's fucked up that an atheist has to tell you that you're being immoral, and that that's that's flat out what it is, man. It's it's not like this is just like some some of my crazy beliefs. Like, if you go out and vote for a guy who hates everybody who's not a white man, then you are complicit in supporting hatred of other people for no good reason. And, and if your good reason is Hey, I fuck with him because he bought me a drink that one time. No, dude, that's not how it fucking works. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's weird. And I ha- and I haven't seen anyone do it. Like I haven't seen any vote uh, Trump supporter, you know, come out and and explain how could they support someone who goes against so many things that are them. That yeah, exactly. And that's what we mentioned about Latino people earlier. Yeah, like how are you supporting somebody? Who basically his fan base is people who are 
just white men. Like if you are not a straight, not even white man, if you're not a straight white man, then right, this you, is, can, you can't even be a gay. You. you can't even be a gay man and and and, and you're good because you're not. <laughs> you can, yeah, you're not. So I I don't I, I don't get that, and that that just really irks me. I don't like the idea of uh, religion being something that people use to rationalize being complete complicit or apathetic toward active hate speech and actions. Yeah. If I, anything, your religion should make you be against that. Right. Right. Yeah. I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. So it's going to be a long fucking four years. I just, I wonder, I wonder what, at what point would Trump voters be like, man, we really fucked up. Like, I really wonder what, at what, at what, I said it'd be two years because in most presidency, you won't see major changes until, you know, for the next year or so. But I just wonder, just in his actions, like, at some point, we're like, man, we really fucked up with this vote. <laughs> yeah, and but, then we didn't even talk about the idea that Trump could possibly be aligned with Russia. Like, we didn't even talk about that. And I'm not even going to go into that. But his potential corruption goes far beyond keeping Mexican people out of the country. So like, I, I don't know what, what it's going to take for the, I guess, um, maybe poor, uh, rural white people to realize that they fucked up. I, I, I don't know when or how that's going to happen, but it's going to happen at some point. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So. But I even wonder, like, when it happens, are they even really going to, like, notice and accept it? Because, they're again, they're not voting on policy. They're not voting, like, oh, he's going to uh, do this and that to help me. They're not voting on that. They're voting strictly on the strength of getting non-white people out the paint. That's all they're voting on. So if he's out here, if he theoretically builds this wall, if he deports a bunch of people, if he keeps immigrants out, if he uh, um, kills Obamacare, repeals that shit, like I, they're going to sit there like he's out here winning. Like, you know, the, 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 I don't even think they're going to even realize the gravity of how this can impact them. And. <laughs> It just speaks to the the ignorance of this country as a whole. And ignorance is a harsh term on the face. But when I say ignorance, I really mean it in the genuine term, just like lack of knowledge. And if people were more knowledgeable, we probably wouldn't be in this situation. But they're not. And the people who voted for him that are not going to be who who think that he's going to be in their favor and he's not I don't I don't know if they're ever going to realize it cuz that's not what they voted for him on nah. they voted for him on exclusionary shit so who knows yeah it'd be interesting what time are we at uh two and a half hours yeah so i guess we could wrap up um i would agree with that um we said a lot uh definitely definitely would love the input um so as always, uh, you can hit our uh, our Twitter page or whatever the podcast or our individual 
podcast blame otis or michael underscore aaron or our facebook um or our email what up though podcast at gmail um yep. yeah uh we said a lot of shit like two and a half hours worth of shit so um if you need to take a few days take a few days pause mm. it come back to it uh but yeah um we didn't have much many fillers so it was pretty much all all good conversation yeah um, i i look forward to hopefully getting some feedback I shit. I'd really like to. I'd really like to hear from religious people, cause like it, it's hard. That's a hard topic to discuss, man. Yeah. And like I know that, especially with me, like I know that I come off like mad. Like I can't fucking talk to this dude about this shit. He's just gonna be a fucking asshole to me and shit like that. But I, I, I don't know. I'd really like to get a sensible religious explanation for how people approach that kind of thing the the whole idea of of god having my back and that kind of shit like you know i'd like to get some feedback on that you know if we got people who are uh vote who voted for trump especially if you're black shit <laughs> yeah i mean let that's us actually the only let us know the what the only, fuck dude that's actually the only opinion i would like to hear because i mean most i don't really the the reasoning of, of of white voters for Trump really is really nothing I care to. It's she, not, I mean, shit, it makes sense. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get why y'all voted for him. You know, what I'm saying, but yeah. for a black voter, yeah. So I would love to hear that. So if we by chance have any black voters, or if you know any black, shit, voters, man, we got yelled at. <laughs> we got yelled at for a smooth couple hours for by a black dude who voted for Trump. <laughs> Which is so weird, dude. Like how sway? Like, <laughs> like, dude, your candidate won. Why are you tripping? Like, he why, was why, little, like, why are you yelling at us? Like, why, why are you upset that we we don't care for your for your candidate? Like, I mean, come on now. Yeah. So, so let us know. Uh, let us know, black people, how wrong we are for not uh <laughs> for not supporting Donald Trump. <laughs> let us know. So you got I'm our curious. Out, you got our outlets. Hit us up. Let us know. And uh, other than that, uh, we'll see y'all next week. Yes, we will. Peace. Peace.